listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Solo taught me. clubs in the cars and jeeps my underground sound vibrates the streets mcs want a beef then i play for keeps when they sweat the technique hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house yes we are literally on a thursday afternoon after work we're down we're down a car but we are not down and out karen we are not we made one car work today we deserve some type of you know, award yeah especially in charlotte north carolina i know it's so um but uh yeah so you may recognize the voice that you heard start the show now you will not recognize her from this show this is her first appearance on the black guy with Tills podcast and i know it took forever it's, it's my bad y'all <laughs> um but if you listen to we nerd hard uh if you listen to some older episodes of twib mm-hmm. uh you know when elon used to have a tech segment um it is the Grand Duchess of Technology all across the world. I, no, the galaxy, I say. Yes, she know her stuff, y'all. Yes, the solar I, system I, I itself. I be, I be jotting down notes. She be like, this is coming. I was oh, I'm looking forward to that. I didn't know that. All right, I'll take notes on that. It is a woman who is not afraid to go by her government on the Internet. It is Tatiana King. What's going on, Tatiana? How you doing? 
What's up, man? What's up, Karen? Thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, oh, no appreciate problem. it again. I know it's been a long time coming. I always thought, you know, maybe one day I'll get on the show. Maybe one day I'll be good enough. <laughs> and I'm, oh. I'm surprised you won't do the show with us because, you know, people that do Elon's show was like, I don't know now. We yeah. kind of ratchet on this side. I'm more worried about people slumming it with us than the other way around. Yes, like, yes. there's a lot of people who have not been invited because I don't want to mess up their money. Nope. It has nothing to do. <laughs> it's like, like they might be like, it would be cool to be on the show. I'm like, hey man, I just want you to keep your job writing and stuff. No one yeah. needs to be affiliated with us. No, but, they don't. You uh, know. No, I mean, unless you are like going in on people like this just, just <laughs> and everybody's horrible i'm not gonna like put that against you like you know everyone has their own things and i'm fine with it as long as, you, as long as you're a good a generally good person then i'm fine with it well we appreciate I, it Tatiana. thank you sweetie. And, um, we're glad you could do the show also man i have so many questions for you uh we have tatiana for about an hour here people so uh you know all the people in the chat room you know what that means after she leaves we're gonna act up like you know parents going out of town oh yeah and um really get into some of these articles and racism but until then um you can check out tatiana's work uh of course we nerd hard um which really i think everybody should already be listening to yes they um, should but if they aren't, you know, go check it out. It's hashtag we nerd hard on iTunes and Stitcher and whatnot. And of course, Elon's on there and Aaron Rand Freeman is on there. And, Jayla, uh, Najayla, yep, Najayla, the intern of hate and, uh, Cylon, <laughs> apparently Cylon also, uh, is yes. on there. Um, and then you're launching a new project, uh, called love at first bite.com. What, what is love at first bite? Give me some details. Love at first bite is the, the internet embodiment of me, if you will. It's, I realized that I needed a, a central location where I can expand upon all my little quips on Twitter and all my little, um, and I say little because it literally is little. Like I'll have a big, huge idea about technology, whether it's about Google or Apple or anything like that. And then I'm relegated to 140 characters. And sometimes I really want to express that. So in addition to uh, hosting Wiener Hard and doing Blackpost Wiener Hard, I realized that I needed a essential space for me to share my my understanding of technology and really share tech news and tech opinion and bring it in a way that people can understand it. Um, like Karen had mentioned that I may say a lot of stuff like, Oh, so-and-so is coming. Oh, the new Blackberry is coming out and people are quick to be like, Oh, let me write that down. It, people have also told me that I've been able to explain many things to them in a manner, which they maybe can't get from, from these um, general tech websites. I'll make it funny. I'll make it interesting. And people thought that's really cool of me. So I realized that by putting this in a website that, it will be easier to dispense. People could go right to it and get a lot of information, a lot of good information, and, and be entertained by it, too. So, uh, all right. Now, first of all, loveatfirstbite.com. Mm-hmm. If it, it, look, if, if it doesn't work out, you can switch that bad boy to a dating site, and you're still <laughs> going to get paid. Yes. Yes. Like that thing <laughs> well, could work. Open at it so it works out. I never I I never go at anything with a like oh well, you know, if it doesn't work out, maybe. <laughs> no, I always say this is what I want to do. This is what I'm focused on and and this is how I'm going to get it done. And you uh, so, I understand. I, I the things. <laughs> yes. The catfish thing is big right now, is all I'm yes. saying. Yes, no. yes it is. It'd be a good spot for catfish to meet with other catfish. Yes, and you oh, 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 you know what? Food lovers to meet with other food lovers cuz I thought oh, she was going to yeah. say food 
food. Because, you know, I like food a lot. I was like, love at first bite. Oh, shit, we're going to be talking about some food. Yeah, I guess I, I should spell it out. B-Y-T-E, like, 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 megabyte, gigabyte. Yeah. Okay. Because I thought bite, I thought fork, spoon, soup, salad, hey. (laughs) Yeah, Karen was still going to show up and be mad no matter how it's turned out. I'm like, why ain't no food on this site? No matter what kind of site it was, she was just going to show up and be angry. I always spell it out when when people ask me so they know it's not a dating or food website. (laughs) (laughs) But um, that's cool, man. And, uh, yeah, I think branding is really important. Um especially on the internet now it's like you kind of have to establish yourself as like a your own separate entity and that you can control everything because uh you know it, it, people uh do kind of fall in love with personalities mm-hmm. and you know they want to see like well what does Tatiana think about this iPhone you know so that that you know it's kind of cool that you're that you're doing that man and um speaking of which you know how like I don't know how how long like let's talk about you let's talk about okay. your your background and stuff Mm-hmm. did you grow up like really into tech or was this like something like you went to school for something or you just mm-hmm. like how like what's your background and like what gave you the interest to be like yeah, you know, technology that's where it's at that's what i want to be doing with my life mm-hmm. that's interesting you ask because most people they they look at me and they the physical appearance doesn't match what i talk about or what i'm interested in honestly this has been me since Jump Street. I've always, first of all, when I was young, I've always been a tomboy. So I was always interested in like RC cars and the video games and running around with Nerf guns and all that other stuff. So anything that had even a semblance of technology to it, I was all over it. Um, when I was young, like I think 10, yeah, I was 10 years old and like I had an NEC computer, old, old, old computer. And like it started acting up. My mother at the time, she, she just said, you know what? Let me just take, and I say my mother at the time, like my mother changed. No, at the time, my mother said, (laughs) let me take this computer to the um, repair shop. Let me get it done. Computer Mm -hmm. came back. CD-ROM didn't work. So I was like, you know what? This is BS. We're spending all this money. I, I opened up the manual. Just 10 years old. I opened up the manual, opened up the computer, figured out what components were what, found out that that repair shop purposefully removed one of the wires an id3 wire from the uh from the cd-rom drive so that we would have to keep bringing it back to them and i I realized what they did was they fix one thing and break something else so that you have to continuously bring it back to them wow because they know most people don't know enough about how a computer is built yeah you save them money right so i i've always had that kind of engineer mindset that let me figure out first how it works and can I do this myself? So from, I was, that was really the, I don't know, the springboard for when I was like, you know what? I really do like technology. I really do love computers and I can do this myself. I understand it. I think it's interesting. I think it's cool. So I'm going to keep going. And from there, it really just expanded. Well, I, I was. Uh, did your yeah. parents really support you after that? Because you did save them money. I would. Yes. I would definitely be like, <laughs> oh, that, you need to do this. Because at forever. 10 years old, the last thing I was trying to do was save money. Right. Well, see, I don't even, and see, I don't even, wasn't even seen it as me saving the money. I was like, oh, look, I fixed it. And my mom's like, yeah, that's cool. And like, kind of <laughs> didn't really say much about it. So she didn't like do, she, she didn't cheer it like it was uh, the most important thing in the world, maybe. but she always thought it was important and I learned how to do things on my own. So oh. I would say from my mom's standpoint, it was always about being, being, I guess, 
being able to understand that that I can believe in myself and I can do it all on my own on my own. And then my dad, he was more so like, oh, you like tech, you know, stick with that, keep keep doing it, expand upon what you know. So I would say both of mm-hmm. my parents' um, influence really put me to where I am now. Okay, that's that's cool, man. Like I always wonder because, and then also, you know, as a black woman in tech. Uh, is there a lot of color in the industry that you know we don't know about or is it kind of a because i know um you know we talk about sports all the time and most of the sports media is like 97 percent white um so um you know i just always wonder like what is it like because you said people assume immediately like oh tatiana's different but i don't know that people really know what tech reporters and the tech world is really like on the inside a lot of people don't really get in that world yeah, I you know, it's it's funny because there actually is a good subset of of minority or minority if you want to say black, even black reporters, black news tech news journalists, um startup people, people who are involved, who are developers themselves, there are tons of them. Um for instance, there's this Tristan Walker, um the uh, the business developer for Foursquare. There's there's Jenna Wortham, which is um, she's a tech writer for the New York Times. I mean, there's a lot of them, but people don't realize that they exist. And I don't know if that's because there isn't um, everyone doesn't have like this huge springboard to talk on. Like they kind of seem like they're there, but they're hidden. Mm-hmm. And and I know that I I fall into the category of, like some people know I'm there, but I'm I'm almost hidden and. I think that with the introduction of the website that I want to help, you know, unhide all of us, that we are there, there are, there are people like us around and that we do exist. Mm. Oh, go ahead, Karen. And also when Roger talked about that, um, it's, is, I want to be sure, and it might be just my ignorance, but I want to ask you about women because in that Mm -hmm. field, on the outside looking in, it does not look like it's a lot of women in that field. That's that's really true. I mean, like I said, they're 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 there. Uh, they've actually I found a lot of them on Twitter. Funny enough, but if you're just kind of walking out, you ask somebody about who who does know about tech. You know, oh, you know any women names? They they probably couldn't give you one name. They're probably going to give you a first or last name. And I, I I'm not sure why what the reason the one reason behind that there probably isn't one reason and but i agree with you i think that more focus needs to be or not more focus but more more effort needs to be made to to showcase these people and that's part of what i want to do besides just showcase myself i also want to showcase people who are involved and and really have a lot to say and really have a lot to offer to people and i want it to be able to be spread throughout you know whether it's education whether it's young old whatever just so that people know hey you can be a woman and be involved in technology and be cool with it you can be black and be involved in technology and be cool with it um i mean the head of yahoo now is a woman so it's it's mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a lot of things that are happening that people don't realize is going on right right under their nose have you ever had to deal with uh sexism uh or like dealing with men that kind of question your intelligence because you're a woman oh all the time i, I mean, it ranged from just kind of funny kind of uh, kind of trivial like oh you know what you know about that video game or what you know about dreamcast and then we'll go back and forth into like this this spec naming routine to the point where people kind of in a way disrespect 
disrespect or kind of disrespectful. Um, like saying things like, oh, like assuming that I don't know what I'm talking about. Like mm. I may mention, oh, you know, I like, um, oh, yeah, Metal Gear Solid. And they go, oh, yeah, you know, that's cute. But, <laughs> you know, and they look, they're kind of like glossed over me. And I'm just like, dude, I know what I'm talking about. Like I, I'm not doing this because I think it's cute. I do this because I like this. I do this because I love this. I do this because I'm interested. So I've, I personally, yes, I, I, I go do that every day. And, and I'm trying to, with, with everything I'm doing now, I'm trying to help people move away from that. I think it's an archaic view to, to, for anybody to, to just assume based on the way somebody looks or their background that they don't know or they don't have expertise in something that is, um, you know, traditionally male dominated, if you will. Now, is it kind of like being, um, like female sports, like fans and analysts and stuff, uh, where, a lot of a lot of women will like you know because they like their man or whatever it's like hey i would like to uh be interested in the things you're interested in but i don't really want to watch football but i'll hang out for a couple hours on a sunday while you watch football and i ask you questions because we're spending (laughs) time together and you know and it kind of becomes this like you know in male culture you just kind of get used to like well these chicks are coming around to watch football but they don't really want to watch football they're gonna Mm. talk about that they're gonna do whatever is that kind of the same um stereotype that people have about women in tech where it's like oh she's pretending to be interested but you know she'll go away in time because she could (laughs) not possibly really be interested in technology um you know, it depends because there's so many subsets of technology. Um, <clears throat> for I, with, if you're talking about technology itself, like someone who's writing blogs or, or writes for the New, New York Times, for instance, people, as far as from what I see, I, I don't see the stereotyping as much. I don't mm-hmm. see that type of behavior as much because it's more centered around journalism. But if you go into another subset like video games or, or, or the video game girls, quote unquote, that's when that viewpoint comes on strong where they're like, oh, you know, the girls just playing video games because all the boys are doing it and they just want attention. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes it's true. Many times it's not. Right. It's it, it's, it's really there. There are women and girls that are just nerdy like that i'm one of them they that's just what we like yeah and, like that's it's, it's it's hard to explain to people um i mean sometimes you have to you ha- it's like i'm almost you have to prove yourself right every yeah. time yeah it's, it's every time it's, it's almost like they pull out their nerd cards so then i gotta pull out my nerd card so now right. we'll hit with the nerd off all because <laughs> i wear, i could wear a dress and this is a stupid conversation that we're having yeah it's funny right. too because it's what well, the funniest thing to me is not that women get checked on being a nerd because uh nerds are constantly checking each other yeah, but it's, i mean that's that's nerd culture we like oh you don't know what you're talking about right <laughs> like oh you well what's a tardis you know whatever right <laughs> But but to to me, the funniest thing is the assumption that so many dudes get where it's like, oh, you're obviously you're into video games. I know so many men that own video games profess to be like into video games, consoles collecting dust. You just walk in there, blow the dust off of all their consoles because they're not using them. But it's just assumption of like. Well, he's a dude, so obviously, uh, he's, he knows his video games. It's just yeah. so weird. I, I mean, I know many mad dudes who have no idea what, 
you know, a byte is, let alone what, what, how, you know, how many gigabytes is in the next box, 360, like, like, they don't know none of that, and then mm-hmm. when you bring up video games, and they're just like, you know, I don't really play that, or I don't know, but like you said, it's like, they don't have to prove it, they yeah. have it in their house, people are like, okay, cool, if it's me, they're like, nah-uh, name the games you play, how many hours a day you play, <coughs> name the categories you play in. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy, <coughs> I, I don't know. So it, it's, it's kind of, I don't know. It's like, it's like, it, it's very, it's a very weird dichotomy. Mm-hmm. And I really want people to move away from that. I mean, now, there's, there's girls that are mm-hmm. better than, than the dudes sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like the other thing too, um, is there jealousy or any infighting amongst like minorities or women in tech from your experience? Because I know like, say with hip hop, uh, mm-hmm. in the rap, you pretty much always have like one, maybe two female rappers mm-hmm. who are doing well. And mm-hmm. immediately everyone, the media, their fans, uh, other rappers try to make them be like, have, be at each other. They just, it cannot be a good, it can't be a time where like Nicki Minaj exists and Lil Kim exists. It can't, like those two things can't happen. Someone has to ask Nicki Minaj about Lil Kim in every interview and vice versa until eventually mm-hmm. it's like, see, these women can't even get along. Is there any of that in tech where people, where, you know, there's rivalries or people expecting there to be some sort of like, you know, woman or black Highlander thing where it can only be one. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Uh, I will only speak from personal experience. I have never, ever run into that. In fact, it was the total opposite. Everyone, every time people have found me or, or share the same interests, other women, other black women, other anybody, it's always been nothing but love. It's always been very supportive. Um, I met, well, I wouldn't say met, but I say I, I've, known on on an internet sense uh Corvita Raven who um she for, at least in 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 the circle that I hang out with she's well known for being a tech blogger um and being involved with a lot of technology i mean she she's been to the white house and the whole nine yards and mm. when i started tweeting about all this tech stuff she i don't i don't even know how we came together but she started tweeting back at me and it became this thing where through her influence or through her association, um, I found other women that were involved in tech that were in the same position as me where they just trying to get the word out. So at, at least from my experience, it's been a very um, complimentary thing. It's been everyone's been very supportive of each other. Everyone is trying to push each other up. It's always uplifting. It's I've never been in a situation where it's just like. Oh, she's the queen bee of tech, and I'm, you know, or she thinks she's the queen bee of tech, but I'm the, I'm, I'm it, and never that, never that. Yeah, because it's almost like a diamond in a the rough. They go, wait a minute, what, what, you, you like me, and and you don't have a penis, and everybody just kind of <laughs> flocks over there to you because it's like, oh shit, I thought I was the only one, and when you find that you're not. It's one of those things where you just get excited and you're like, oh, I love you. You know, let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. Like, I don't have nobody else to talk to this about. And just like with dudes, sometimes women might be like, I got a boyfriend. He don't know shit about computers. He don't know nothing about video games. Now I got somebody that I can talk to, too. Oh, yeah. Um, Tatiana, you are married, right? Is Am I correct in that? Do we lose Tatiana? Do we ain't got her? Did we get her? Can you hear me? Okay, oh, I hear you now. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, I'm I'm engaged to be married. This That's okay, okay. Yeah, engaged. Now, does your man know anything about tech? No, actually, he does that. I make fun of him all the time about it. Um, 
he you know he he looks to me for for tech advice and information about tech he knows based on like what he reads on maybe a news blog or news channel or something like that so no i'm i'm actually the one that knows everything in that right and smart is the new sexy man like uh i don't know how to like do anything with a car but i will put together a computer desk like it's nothing and, <laughs> like a champ yeah and organize a website and all that is it's no problem and you know anytime karen's messing up on her computer and she needs help i can figure it out like is the new uh it's like the the, the new handyman kind of thing where it's like uh you know you're gonna be using all this technology constantly and um you're gonna have questions and it's cool to be able to say like um okay you you know let me fix your phone and let me do that so it, my thing is that it saves you money because it and and them them nerds over at best buy them shit's expensive yeah definitely i think we might have lost oh she's back okay cool uh Tati, See, i told there? you guys this <laughs> <laughs> i try to warn you but I, I i hopefully that's not gonna happen again uh it's, it's fine problem. i know it's out of your control um but all right so speaking of um speaking of tech um one thing that's changed or maybe we've seen over our lifetimes and maybe i think we might be the first generation that this is really happening to but it's odd how now we people have decided that we're gonna root for our technology brands like sports teams yeah and mm-hmm. it, it's kind of yes. you know what i mean like i don't I, yes. I don't know if it started back when we had like nintendos and segas or what but it's like i feel like we're the first generation that is really like uh you know what man my phone might not can't make phone calls but it's it's a <laughs> It's my phone and I love it. So don't, don't you talk about my phone like, dude. And I roll with brick. <laughs> Fuck you, Apple. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> oh wow. How does that affect, uh, the tech world and, and tech coverage for you? Well, you're actually right. I, I think if I really think about it, I think this did start with the console wars where people were like, well, Nintendo's better or the Sega's better. And I think that mentality, cause a lot of those people who were who were in the, I mean, the old days, even beyond that, the old days of consoles, mm-hmm. those same people are the same people who are now in charge of the end gadgets and of the, the, the CNETs of the world. So they kind of brought that mentality with them. So everyone else that came up behind them also kind of had that mentality. So as far as how it affects tech reporting, I, I personally make it funny. Like, People will tell somebody, there's this big thing that always happens with me where people are like, oh, Tatiana hates Apple. I don't hate Apple. I have nothing against Apple. I make a lot of jokes about them, but I also mm. make a lot of jokes about um, Sky, uh, Google being Skynet. I make jokes about Microsoft <laughs> with the, um, the S being a money sign. Like I do that <laughs> all the time. I've been doing that for years and years and years and years. So it, if anything, for me, it makes it more funny because it kind of gives tech companies the visage of of being teenagers almost like they're yeah. squabbling and fighting and and these legions of armies of of i the i people the i sheep and all that stuff i just think it's funny so yeah. if anything it lends to uh, my writing it lends to what i tweet about I, I i make jokes upon it and and make it more entertaining um i don't fall into that trap simply because the, the nature of what I'm doing, it, it's not conducive towards someone who is um, an Apple hater or, right. or a Microsoft hater or a Google hater. And you can't be a hater and be involved in in the type of world and, and really be able to report it 
in a in a accurate sense. You have to be yeah. able to be open to everything. I may have my doubts about certain devices or I'll have my doubts about certain directions or strategies these companies are going in, but at the end of the day, I still give full understanding and I still I'm still fair. Right, right. So, yeah, you know, I, I I'm not with the whole I'm in the droid army and all this other stuff yeah. like I'm not that person. Yeah, and, 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 I, I think it's I think it's funny and and, it's silly. and I make jokes about it, but I'm not going to stand up and be like, yeah, that's all I am because now I'm putting myself in a box and, and I'm not really about that. Yeah. My, my thing when it comes to like technology, I'm like this. I, I'm, I go, I go with whatever works the best. Like we were right to do cars. We searched around mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, if this, this is the best, that's what I'm getting. Right now, I have Apple. I love my Apple. If you got Android, love your Android. We ain't got to fight over phones. Yeah, right, I don't right. know. And, and ain't none of them endorsing us for none of these tweets and Facebook posts we posted. Okay, yeah. you have, you're getting no money. At all. <laughs> right, when you send out a tweet that says, sent from my iPhone, Blackberry, Droid, whatever, none of that comes back to your bill at the end of the month. Like, thank you, man. I appreciate you sending out those tweets. Here's $5 <laughs> back. Like, so I'm not going to get upset over some white man's money. Nope. It's just not, like, I'm not out here riding for that. Um, and then also I find it like, I hate doesn't really motivate me. Like me either. I think, um, it's a little bit why I'm, I would say I'm kind of on the fringe of nerd culture because I, I just refuse to be motivated by hate. Yeah. Just, I'm not going to walk around angry all the time for yeah, no reason. Just but, mad. But I am motivated by love. Right. And I am one of those people that loves my iPhone. I love it. Mm-hmm. Like it's a person. Like if it was, like if it could grow arms and hang out with me, I would take it with me like a person. Is I, I I love the phone. Now, could I fall in love with another phone? Probably. <laughs> if it, if it was better and and I liked it more. Phone. I would, yes, you know, I would. I have no loyalty. Yeah, I was in love with the iPhone uh three before this one, and the iPhone four S. Then, um, but I'm not a, like a technophile where um you like you have these people who are like stand in line for a phone and they're gonna end up paying like full price or they or they'll need a phone for a year but they'll wait until a new phone comes out so they can get that phone with the discount and stuff like that. Um, are you into that too? Do you, are you into that part of the culture where you go out and stand in line in the cold for seven days so you can get you a, a new iPhone or whatnot? I, I can't lie, I am. It, it really depends on what it is. The last thing I stood out in line for was back in 06 for a week. Wow. The original Nintendo Wii. And people now might laugh and they'd be like, oh, you're a loser, blah, blah. But at the time, that it was, was the, the stuff. Unique. That's right. That Wait, so does that mean. Cause your man's not really into tech. Does he judge you for your love of tech? Like, cause if no, someone's he, not part of the world, I could see them being like, well, that's just damn fr- crazy. Why don't you just wait a month and order the phone online? I mean, it is, it is crazy from, for some people, but you know, I just think all of this, it's all relative. It's all relative to what you feel like you need and what you enjoy. My, my fiance, he doesn't, judge me he he'll make a joke about like oh you're a dork but he says it in through love he doesn't mean it in a bashing manner it's it's so that's why when he says it i'm like yeah ha 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 i'm still standing online for this right exactly (laughs) you can stand with me you can bring hot chocolate or you can just roll but my thing is as long as i'm not like dragging him with me forcing him to do something he doesn't want to do he's cool with it yeah that's dope man that's 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 cool um 
the other thing too um I'm, and obviously as a black woman that's about to be married i'm assuming this man is light-skinned and believes in jesus and uh <laughs> he is light-skinned say he said he probably saved you from uh lots of hardship with uh no good dark-skinned was, 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 was he in an r&b band back in the day yeah i watched a lot of tyler perry movies to do my research for this uh interview Listen, so. i'm not getting married to shamar Moore, okay oh no that's not <laughs> i haven't <laughs> seen uh, i haven't <laughs> seen the pictures jury's out i'll have to see the pictures judge for myself no, but, you guys uh, make it like you said, make it up to this like Tyler Perry looking character. It's not like that. <laughs> I'm assuming uh you couldn't do the show on Sundays because you have to be in church with him and that I understand that. I'm not knocking yeah. you at all. It's, it's, he, uh, he, he's doing his Sunday morning solo. Mm-hmm. It's good for the family, you know. I understand. Um another thing too, man, um the intellectual property suits between all of these companies and they're starting to die down a little bit. I've been noticing like slowly uh, different suits are either being settled or dropped and, you know, uh, companies are, you know, being like, okay, I guess your phone has rounded edges and our phone has flat edges. So uh, it's a little bit different technically. Like, um, do, do, what do you think about the IP suits? Are they silly? Are they, uh, just, uh, uh, you know, part of the game of doing business or are they underhanded? Like, what do you feel about it? Well, all of this, I mean, it, it really is not, necessarily ip it's always based on patents this this the whole issues like how you hear like you mentioned with the rounded corners and and the square corners and apple versus google and this that and the other it's about a flawed patent system um it it wasn't always like this obviously but the the it stemmed first from people People are getting patents because they're they're making these new technologies, they're making these new software, these new coding to do something. Say I, I make a code to to I don't know read an e-book. Fine. When this was made way back when, these protections were put in way back when. This was before uh, precedents were being were, were established. This was before um, there were baselines of of, of how software worked and it wasn't standards right and it wasn't right there okay. wasn't standards so you fast forward now where there's certain things that are just standard mm-hmm. you're not going to have a triangle shaped phone maybe somebody wants that but for the most part <laughs> no one's going to make that so i find it really uh, it's very frivolous that for example someone like people like apple not people but a company like apple came on and said well that phone is shaped it has the rounded corners like our phone so they're infringing on our patent for for the shape of our phone like that that's kind of stupid right it, it, it's it really is stupid because if you look at all phones for the most part are shaped like either rectangles or squares or some combination thereof so it, it's 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 very silly so my, my whole take on it is that it's companies taking advantage mm. of a patent system that hasn't changed in decades yeah and it, i think updated. it yeah and i think it hurts us as consumers because my personal belief is let the market decide put out all the products that you know are to come out and you know obviously spirit of the law i could see if literally joy came out with an identical iphone i, I understand that you have to sue them I completely understand that the technology works like yours. The shape is the same. I understand that. But just this idea of being like, well, we might be able to hold up the release of this phone or we might be able to uh, scare them for the next uh, however long that they're going to have to give us some money every time they sell one of these phones. Like, I hate that about tech, that that's what tech has become for like 
it's not even competitive. It's just, it's like cheating. It's like Lance Armstrong. It's not even uh, fair. And it, as a consumer, I feel like it's just limiting my choice. You know, it's, it's true. And, and it, since everything you're saying is true, I, I'm from the mindset where I'm all for protections for, for um, items that are genuinely belong to Apple or genuinely belong to Google. I'm all for that. At the same time, I am so against bringing up frivolous lawsuits yeah. based on things that are, for the most part, industry standard. Yes. Um, you know, if, if you're sitting there making an operating system and it looks exactly like iOS, I, I am all for get out the pitch force, go hard on right. them. If you're making an operating system that, you know, maybe you, I don't know, has, it has similar, as they say with, yeah. with Samsung, it looks similar, but it has different <laughs> features, things like that. Yeah. It, it's, you know, I, I'm just like, as long as you're not being blat- a blatant copycat, why not be able to expand upon what other people have done? My thing is, obviously, it's always about being original and coming up with your own damn idea. At the same time, as you said, don't don't oppress people who are on the come up or, or oppress companies that are on the come up because because they're a little too close to what you too close for comfort. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of that, a lot of this soon I think is to stifle competition. A lot of it is to stifle growth in smaller companies uh just so they won't get as big as you but you were small one day but people have a tendency to forget that they just well i'm on top and i'm going to always want to be here now do you uh go to like tech conferences and stuff like that too i'm actually now that i've had my websites about to launch now that i had to first off a lot of those tech conferences you just can't show up as a regular person you have Mm. to prove that one you're in the industry in some way so whether you're a blogger whether you work for Microsoft, for instance, you have to prove all that other stuff. So okay. I have to make that, um, put that, put that framework down first before I can really attend all this other stuff. The stuff that I can attend, like the stuff for consumers and free stuff, hell yeah, I'll go to all of that stuff. And do you wear like a Grand yeah. Duchess name tag or shirt or anything? <laughs> no, but you know, when I when I start going to the official official like launch launches, I will make sure I wear it. I feel like you have to. I feel and like. But I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think it's embarrassing at all. You have to let them know where you stand, and um, they and I also think that they will remember you uh forever when they see you in that. They'll be like, oh, that's that was the lady who called herself the Grand Duchess of, of Tech, and they'll be like, really? Right. I mean, I believe what like I always tell my my colleagues at Wiener Hard. I believe in my title. I really don't care if no one else believes in it. Everyone calls me crazy, but. Well, let me tell you something right now. There's at least two people that believe in that title because I believe in that title also. And I'm not joking. (laughs) I'm being, I'm 100% serious. You will always be, have your title respected at the Blackout Tips. We will not mock your segues either. (laughs) Well, first of all, I don't have bad segues anymore. That was early. You, you never, you never really did. Don't know. I don't have bad segues. It's, it's just like a movie. The, the power was inside of you the whole time. I, it was, that don't don't believe them. That's just Elon's way um, of training. <laughs> He's like uh, Mr. Miyagi or something. But I believed in you, and you were doing a good job the whole time. Uh, he just gets uncomfortable being, uh, you know, shown up. <laughs> no, no, he's a, he's a, he's a good, um, he's actually a very good teacher. So yeah. I, I know it's all in, in good fun and I'm, I'm good with it. Well, plus, I mean, you, once you, you know, start outshining the star, Elon likes to try to rein <laughs> everybody in, you know. <laughs> I'm going to listen to this and go, that bitch. 
just, <laughs> well, he, no, I'm saying that she's not, uh, it's, you know, he's a bit of a diva and, uh, he has to be the center of attention. It's not your fault. Uh, you, you work with him very well. Uh, everybody over there does a, a great job. I can't believe y'all are able to tolerate, uh, all of his objections and nerd hate, uh, for so long, man. But, uh, I, I personally appreciate it. But so part of the show, we're all bitter, cynical adults. So. Y'all are. That is what I named y'all. <laughs> so we're only we're only doing what we said we're doing. We, what we said we are. <laughs> no, y'all were in denial. That's the that's what's funny is I named y'all that. Like Elon says that now. <laughs> I was the one who wrote in and was like, uh, y'all sound like some bitter, cynical adults. I I don't know if I want this type of nerding going on. I, y'all gotta love something, you know. Um, speaking of loving something. Is there anything, because like I said, I support the love of nerd culture. I don't like, like, I get that, you know, a lot of the hate is the inclusion and that's like how nerds really like, we, we spread our, you know, our doctrine through hatred. Like, don't you hate when they did this thing with this thing we love? Yeah, I hate it too. Oh, I love you. You're my friend. Hug me. Let's hang out and hate these things together. Like, is there any, what do you love? Is there anything that has come out or, whether it's a movie, whether it's a piece of technology, video game, anything that you have had unabashed love for uh, in the past few years? Um, I'm not going to name like a particular make or model or mm-hmm. manufacturer or anything like that. But the cell phone, mm-hmm. I think I love or, or more more specifically, the smartphone. Mm-hmm. It's it really my life my life almost is on my my cell phone i have a i have a galaxy nexus and um that really i mean if you took my phone right now you would see me you would see everything you would see me as a person damn near my soul is in the thing so Mm -hmm. I, i i love the idea that i can contact people i can i can read all my messages and emails i can go on any website for the most part i can take pictures i can take video i can edit i can really do anything on a cell phone or my smartphone so for me i i absolutely love that that is the cream of the crop to me um obviously there are other complementary devices that are great and i love them too is if if, you, if i have to pick one mm-hmm. the smartphone okay yeah my like uh my phone was stolen when i was playing basketball um last Damn. year yeah yeah they went it went ham it was messed up too because i talked to the dude who stole my phone so i had that going oh, man. yeah that's, yeah that's... this is a very nice young gentleman um guess the race and um then he, <laughs> he he went into my he went into my bag when i went to play basketball i took my phone and left they eventually caught him with other people's phone but way after my phone was stolen wow so i never found mine but um it's and this is how you know you love a product I had a new phone within like an hour of finding out my phone was stolen. Like it was literally like as if you told me a my child was missing, and I be- yeah. I became uh, Mel Gibson in Ransom because yeah, I was like the replacement. Bring me back my phone. I was up at AT and T like raising a storm to get a new ah, phone, man. Like it, I almost get mad at the man. He was well, being nice. Roger was getting mad with him. Well, you know what was funny is I didn't get angry. I was just so forlorn. Like I was hurt that my phone was gone and he was just trying to assist me in my grieving process as I went through all five stages of uh phone loss. So I, I, I do identify oh, what are with five you. stages, sir. Uh, I mean I, I feel you because 
if I've misplaced my phone for even a moment, I go into, I, I turn into Liam Neeson and Taken. I go, <laughs> I go, wait a minute, pick a circle over here and make a circle over there. Where do the circles intersect? I got to find this phone. Like, I, I go nuts. And, yeah. And that I felt is- naked. Like, I felt naked. <laughs> yeah. And not to, and to top it off, the iPhone has this, this thing they do where you can track your old iPhone once it's been stolen. Yeah. And then they have like these, you can leave like a message for people who find it. You can like, um, you know, try to call the old phone. You can like check the GPS, see exactly where it is. I knew that I was going crazy because I would check my old phone in the app for tracking it and be like, I could drive down there and just see like, <laughs> I was like, that's like I had to catch myself a few times. Like that's the craziest thing. You you don't know where you'll end up, man. You'll be in some project or something, or you know, you just show up at some like thirteen year old kid's house, about to beat him up. It's looking like a with a grown as a grown man who's already replaced his phone. I was like, that is a ridiculous thing to think. <laughs> I'm gonna be in prison because someone stole my iPhone. I, it's, I, it's not. It's not yeah. worth it. It's it's not worth it. I know for me, when you talk about the cell phone, I agree. I uh love my cell phone but something i did i actually have like an old school uh, phone book that i handwrite mm-hmm. because i said this if my phone ever fucks up i'm losing all my telephone numbers because That's i don't smart. have to memorize anything <laughs> you know years ago if you didn't memorize a number we just didn't talk right, right exactly now, it's like now yeah it's like now we bump we touch we, right. we switch <laughs> whatever the phone do and i got your information and you got mine I don't got to memorize nothing. Well, you know what's cool now is like it backs up to my laptop every time I plug it in. Like it's really cool that, you know, I have a walking backup. But, yeah, I love my phone. I need it uh, or else I'm naked. And then for me, the thing I love right now that this generation um, and I know they're about to release some more of them, but I don't care. I love my Xbox 360, man. Yes. I love it. It's, yeah, yeah. That's it's, a good one. It's been my, yeah. the, it's, it has broadened my horizon of what I thought a video, video game, game console, console could would do. be capable of. Yes, because they've, they've came a long, long way from the 8 bit things that I used to see. Yeah, right. just That's even a just long the. Long from Sega Genesis. Right, just the concept of, hey, you can watch NBA League Pass through your, through your Xbox. You can, check out movies on netflix you can even watch tv if you have certain cable subscribers just stuff like that where if you would have told me that i don't know 10 years ago i'd be like man get the fuck out of here you're gonna just be putting dvds in playing video games (laughs) shut up no nobody wants to do these things you know if you told me i would just log onto my xbox and host a chat party without playing a game I would be like, you're lying. I would not yeah, do that. And, That's what losers do. And if you would have told me that I could get online and play with people I don't know from anywhere in the world yes. for, for free, of, you know, because you pay for your service, but, you know, basically for free as long as I want to. Right. And the thing is that they ain't got to be in a room with me. So, and my thing is this. I think social media kind of went over into the consoles and that's what trying to yeah. change the consoles or they took the concept of social media. Like if you'd have told me Twitter and Facebook, I would have looked at you like 10 years ago or 15 years ago like you was crazy. What do you mean yeah. I can sit here and just put stuff out there and then read it? I don't understand this concept. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I I understand that, but I was always involved in chat rooms too. Like, yeah, me too. I was super involved in chat rooms. So this idea of this new evolved chat room yeah. with the world, that... I, I stuck, that, that stuck to me very easily. I was just like, yeah. oh, okay, this is awesome. Yeah, it just seemed, I think it, the idea of combining them 
seemed to like me as a hardcore gamer as as a ridiculous like that's what little girls do in chat rooms and create <laughs> avatars and talk to each other and put put clothes people pick out clothes for the av- and then i sure do fast forward five years later i'm obsessing over like you know what i think i'm gonna put this optimus prime helmet on my no i'm gonna go yes, with this hat. Avatar. Yes. yes i'm gonna go yes, with this I fitted like, no, i know? like the flower dress Ooh, yeah. i like them pink heels yeah, yeah that's what you I'm know what right these now. jeans are more me this, these jeans are really where it's at. Yeah. Like that, that <laughs> yeah, is literally like how I've, I've spent like an hour designing an avatar and didn't think twice about it, you know, until I yeah. just said this sentence. Uh, <laughs> have not really even thought about how ridiculous that is to me. Yes. So. Th- this is what's hot in the street. And the thing, uh, the thing I like about the new upgrades is that when he upgrade, I upgrade cause I get the hand me downs. Hey. <laughs> so yeah, that's another thing too. Uh, cause a lot of dudes think that they want a lady who's into technology and video games and stuff um and uh i will say is uh be careful what you wish for and make sure that you're sure because we have to have two of everything so yeah we we we, we did because yeah. let me tell you tatiana when roderick uh first got his xbox i play games too so we only had one login so i will always play all my girly games under his name and this is before I got like caught on to like the the shorthand. Oh, so giving him the points. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I, she was giving me Viva Pinata achievements, which let's be like honest, crazy. She could have kept those. I uh, would have been perfectly <laughs> fine. Did not need all my friends to log on and see me putting in twenty hours of Viva Pinata. Not really my thing. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. One dude even traded a duck with Karen. Uh huh. And he knew that she, that was my wife playing. And um, I was like. <laughs> wife a duck man yeah i had to call him out on the message board i was like what is up with this you out here giving ducks you ducking my wife in front of everybody you went all denzel on him that's my wife they tried to kill how dare you give her a duck dog yeah y'all duck buddies now is that what's going on but i couldn't help it and and the thing is that i i wasn't familiar with shorthand like for a long time i didn't know what wtf meant because you know i wasn't on a message board i didn't get into that and so i didn't realize that when i logged in under his name people assumed that it was him so they was like wtf you playing dog i ran i was like what, <laughs> what would you think they were saying i had no idea i was like i don't know i was like, also uh for for people out there fellas ladies if you're a gamer and you're your man your woman's not and you're constantly trying to get them into gaming uh personally i say if you find someone that's not shaming you for gaming be you know stop there if you can but um it goes from cute to hey when you gonna get off the big tv and the xbox in like zero to 60 seconds like really it's cute like thursday friday it's like so uh you really gonna just play this game all day huh right right let me tell you you're preaching (laughs) to the choir preaching (laughs) to the choir right now yeah my 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 fiance and i like we both are gamers and i always complain to him and he'll 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 roll his eyes every time i'm like you hog the tv and and you hog this system and da 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 last year we were talking about getting a tv solely and a new and a new xbox 360 solely so we can play concurrently and mm-hmm. i wouldn't have to wait on him like i, it I became, had to tatiana it became a fight it became a yeah, fight like i was i was well, play hours i'm talking about like what was hours and hours yeah i would and the thing is too you don't realize how much you game until someone else is gaming as long as you game because all of a sudden it's like i'll just wait out a couple hours come back in and i'll hop on my game man i come in it's like one in the morning i'm like really really you 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 really gotta feed these ducks this long 
Yes, okay. sir. Well, I understand. <laughs> uh, let me just try to go to sleep angry tonight. I was like, <laughs> fuck this. I'm getting another Xbox. I mean, let me tell you. It, this And you know what? This is it's so funny. I had the same problems, and this was all based around Skyrim. Oh, oh yeah. You it can't even. All based around you Skyrim. Can't, you, it can't be MMOs like that. It can't even be stuff like that because... They consume so much time. Oh, like that? What was that? Blue Dragon, a game I got? Yeah, uh, oh. Eternal Sonata. Um, oh, I'm talking about, I was logging hundreds of hours. Like, Yeah, like RPGs are the death of, like, honestly, if you tell me people get divorces of RPGs, I, I believe, believe that. I would yeah. believe it. I, I would believe that, too. <laughs> You're yeah. like, yeah, you know what? Uh, So what's up with John? Oh, you know what? We're not even together anymore. What happened? Uh, He started playing Skyrim. And, uh, I never seen him again. Skyrim ruins lives. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I never seen him again. I saw him log in one time, and uh, that was the last time I saw him uh, move from the couch. So yeah, I, I can believe you. Mm-hmm. That's a test of a good yeah, relationship. It, it, I'm, it, I'm it, glad it, y'all made it, Tatiana. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean, we made it through. You know, you know, just had little RPG problems, but <laughs> 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 honestly, I mean, we we I mean, part of the one of the many reasons, but one reason why we we are together and why why we work so well together is because that we're both video game enthusiasts and we both grew up playing video games when he when we we both went to howard together we both graduated from howard when he met me and and you know was visiting me in my in my apartment he saw that i had a little old tv but it was stacked with systems it was stacked with like four or five different systems mm. so he was just like yo who is this girl <laughs> because you know, he according to him, he never saw another girl that was into it to that extent. It and is inc- was real for about. for me personally. It is incredibly hot, incredibly like it's like she is. Look at the way she holding that controller. That shit is hot. I don't know why. <laughs> I, like honest to God, I don't know why. I remember one time uh, we had a waitress um, at, at wing night where I go. I eat wings with my friends. And um, she came over, and she was just like a normal chick or whatever, kind of tatted up. And I wasn't paying her too much attention. I, and I never, I, I was a waiter, so I never flirt, flirt with any wait staff. I think it's kind of crash. But um, she had a Master Chief tattoo on her wrist, and I was oh, like, "Oh, that's deep." I was like, "Oh, uh, so what, what's up with that tattoo?" You know, not trying to check her, but literally, like, I didn't know a smoother way to be like. That's Master Chief. Don't tell my friends I know what's going on. <laughs> so I was like, so, but she was like, oh yeah, um, I play Halo, um, competitively. I'm in this, this clan of girl gamers. It's called such and such. I'm the number something something player in the nation. And literally, like, right there, uh, like, uh, it, it was, it, I was like, I, I, I just want to be around you. You're the, you are the most <laughs> perfect person I've ever met. It was like, I don't know what it is, but it works. It, it absolutely works on me. So, yeah. yeah. And like I said, there are, and you know, I wasn't doing this because I was like, oh, this is how I'm going to bait guys. And right. No, I, I like video games. I like playing video games. I like, I used to, I used to be a hardcore Tekken player and I would read the strategy guys and figure out how to <laughs> juggle people. Like I go, I went and, and continue to go in on this stuff. So there are women out there that really are just really into this because that's what they like for themselves. So, yes. I say to any guy, if you find a woman like this, you need to stick with her. (laughs) It it makes it like, it's funny because in an odd way, it's hotter because it's not about you. 
you know what i'm saying like if it was just like i learned to play madden because my man plays madden it's it's like well that's cute and that's cool but that's like a dude being like well you know i go shopping with her i hate shopping but i'll go to the mall because she's going like it's not genuine yeah Yeah. but but literally being like hey can you close the door and get out because i'm stuck on a level and i need to concentrate it's like oh my god i love you i'll go cook what do you want me to do <laughs> Just, you, know, you need do you need something cleaned around here yes i've been getting the strategy guys like for me i'm a big fable fan so i get fable i automatically buy a strategy guide like and i'm like boxed out for hours playing fable and then now they have it where you can go online and like grab a buddy and, and stuff like that so for me that's my thing and i get excited i love talking about it and so for a long time i didn't realize like when roger would talk about like video games i like them but now i've got to the point where i enjoy them a lot lot more it it should be something you enjoy for yourself shouldn't do it for anybody else if you like it just just like it and just be And, and that's why i always try to tell young girls and girls my age and whatever just if that's what you enjoy if you enjoy tech and you enjoy video games and you enjoy reading nerdy books and rpging or larping or whatever do it because you that that makes you unique that makes you you and there is somebody out there that thinks that that's cool that there's a lot of somebody it's a whole lot of somebody a whole lot of somebody like like, they're like oh my god God. yes and even with me and roderick (laughs) It's this game called, I think, Bubble Bobble or something like that. And, um, and it's, no, no, it's, it's Bust the Move. Bust the Move. Bust the Move with the bubbles here. Yes. And, yeah. and, and I played that game for hours, like literally for hours and hours and hours. And Roger looked at it and I guess he didn't think, he thought it was simpler than it actually was. And he didn't realize. Well, it's so cute. How many hours I spent playing. It's, look, listen, that's not my fault. They made that game <laughs> so damn cute. Yes. There's no way any casual observer can take that game seriously and go oh, oh i took it for oh, real this person is you know you look at it you go okay you get three bottles bubbles to line up and then they pop and then okay cool and then you start playing against someone and it's real they start kicking your ass and yeah. if it's karen they start talking shit <laughs> and then all of a sudden it is real and it <laughs> is no it is no longer cute and even though my icon on the screen is like tired though <laughs> me me in real life is like take that motherfucker you know cute or, cute or not the, if you really think about it the base understanding of that game is strategy yes yeah. it and is that goes all the way back to tetris and mm-hmm. and games similar where you have to either merge shapes or or merge yes. colors or whatever and you're trying to get as many points as possible so at the end of the day it's all about strategy and if yes. you have that if you're that have that type of mindset you know, regardless of whether you have a little chocolate bar on the screen or you have <laughs> Master Chief on the screen, like, like yeah. you're going to be about that. I'm going to so, tell you right now, dog. Tire Toe and um, Buster Move have definitely resulted in some people physically fighting. It's impossible for it <laughs> yeah. not to. It's, it's, especially it, if somebody's really, really, because I had got really, like, really, really good at yeah. it where my eyes could kind of estimate where the ball was going to go. And because and, I had practiced and got beat by the video games, got my ass whooped so much, I was like, fuck your video game, I'm going to beat you. So when Roger got on, and I think my thing was that he was like, oh, this is cute. I was like, okay, I got you cute for you, nigga. Yep. <laughs> yeah, especially, <laughs> it, it has to be the number one most infuriating game that is that cute because it's shit talking, but all the shit talking is from people that are dressed in rainbows. Yes. Little baby dinosaurs. that <laughs> and have, children are, It's so colorful. Yeah, huge anime eyes and like all these little catchphrases and stuff. There's and another cute game that it's it's kind of a niche game and it's kind of old, but 
I will get in a fist fight with people over Choo Choo Rocket. Oh, I, for the Dreamcast, I, I had that. Got in fights over that, in verbal fights, but I've gotten in fights over that because mm-hmm. that game, like you said, it has that, the cute factor, but at the same time, what I said before, it got the strategy in it too. And you become to realize that it's not about these little cats and mice running around, it's about who can out with the other person yes it's, it's, yeah. i'm getting my ass whooped cutely and it's really <laughs> it is really pissing yes, me off because he will beat my ass we'll play dead or alive uh on the oh no no dreamcast with dreamcast, dreamcast and xbox and, xbox. and, and I, w- I would win one out of every 15 times yeah <laughs> like we actually took an average one time and i was like i'm gonna find a game i can beat you up in yeah it was funny though because um i would beat karen in that game and then we'd have like a party and have people over and we'd all play the game and then karen be whooping everybody's ass it's like i'd be so proud i was like yeah i trained her it's like yes this is what mr miyagi felt like when danielson beat up all those white boys <laughs> yes because they was like you don't know how to play i was like look i know how to play all right. Well, look, it's it's been an hour. Thank you, Tatiana. Aww, I thank do, you, sweetie. We got to have you back. And uh, before you go, I do have one one random thought that I do want to cover with you. And Absolutely. We have uh, the I, we have iPhones. We had a new update come through, right? So update your iOS, and uh, everything went fine. And both of us got updated. But I noticed the next morning, I sent Karen a text, and I not only did I send the text, but I received the same text. So yes. It was like, hey, I'm at work. And then, you know, I send it out. And then a second later, hey, I'm at work from Rod. And it's like, for me. I was like, why am I sending texts to myself? This makes no sense. <laughs> I know what I just sent. Yeah. So in the new iOS update for your phone, if you have a joint account, um, oh, like a family account, you yeah. send and receive emails and messages um, from the person uh, on the account. So you can see like... If I if I kept it active, I can see every text message Karen gets, mm-hmm. and she can see, and I can see everyone she sends, and vice versa. And I was thinking, it we're really at the precipice where these phones are gonna get somebody killed. Yeah, yes. so yeah, because somebody gonna <laughs> mess around say, and turn that off, <laughs> and somebody gonna mess around and not know the phone is doing that on their account. Yeah, I turned it off immediately because I one, didn't know. I, one, I trust Karen I and I don't care. Turn that off. Yeah, I trust Karen and I also. I mean, I, I don't care. It's I like, started getting mad because I was like, "Shit, why?" And I didn't understand. I was like, "Why do I keep texting myself? I know I just sent this. Why is it sending me the same yeah. message that I just sent?" Yeah, she asked me about it. I turned it off for her too. But I was confused. But you know that there are so many couples that just don't trust each other yeah and it's just gonna happen like somebody doesn't know that they are someone can see their messages right now someone listening to this show right now right now is, <laughs> they just is, got that update is either checking on someone un- with who's unaware of it or they are being checked on unaware and um yeah watch your back dog check your settings because um Somebody might misinterpret that lunch date and you're going to end up getting stabbed when you get home. So be careful, everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm all for privacy. Like, I'm a, when it comes to technology, I'm a privacy advocate. I, Me you too. Know, if, you, if you have trust problems with people, that's another story. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> that the truth? As, as far as, like, getting person's messages and emails and knowing their passwords, like, I'm not about that life. Uh, I, I, I'm so against that. I want to Google. I'm going to, at some point, I got to Google and see if this is already happening because I feel like. I'm pretty sure we're going to get articles about I feel it. like since we updated, well, it came out like Monday or Tuesday or whatever, I feel like there has to have been at least 10 articles of man hits wife or woman stabs <laughs> man. Husband. 
Yeah, found out he was cheating for 17 years based on text. And it know? was just a lunch date. Right. I mean, it's, it's no different from, like, a guy, this guy who stole this woman's iPhone and then started, like, taking pictures with it. But it was still connected to her account. So all the pictures he was taking were being transferred to her iCloud account. Oh. So she saw this guy, like, you know, in the party dancing, having a good old time. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, her phone. Oh, yeah. You know, another article we saw last year was um, someone, uh, these police officers confiscated someone's phone. Now, uh, they weren't officially supposed to be, uh, you know, uh, going through their stuff like they weren't they weren't um, arrested and they weren't there was no warrant or anything like that. They were just uh, taken in for questioning. Well, they had an app on their phone that snapped a picture every time you try to unlock their phone. So that's just these pictures of these cops like looking at yeah. this phone like, what are we doing here? <laughs> and, and they sued the police department and won because they didn't have a warrant to go into their phone. Like it was just, uh, oh, it's like technology is really catching true. people up, man. That's, that's true. You hunt through some shit and you ain't got no business. Fine. Yeah. It's like, what purpose do you have looking through my phone? I mean, he could have been the biggest drug dealing pedophile in the world, but you just violated the law, police officers. This guy now is scot free because you don't understand how tech works. So. Anyway, uh, Tatiana, thank you for coming on. Thank you, sweet. Everybody listen to We Nerd Hard. Um, Gotta she, get you on again. Like, like I said, best segues in the game, in my opinion. Yes. I don't care what Elon says. You can tell him I said it. <laughs> yep. And uh, you will always be welcome on the Blackout Tips. You will always be respected. Your mm-hmm. title will always be treated as official. So Thank a, you. Thank you. I do have some power in my title. Yeah. <laughs> we will not question it. We will not question it. Um, and uh, we appreciate you coming on, man. We're about to go on and get a little bit more ratchet, but I'll put all your information in the show notes. Yes, so ma'am. Um, make sure can you I guys check out. Real quick? Can I plug myself real yeah, quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so obviously, like you just said, we nerd hard. Um, see me on Twitter at Tatiana King mm-hmm. on Twitter. I'm Tatiana King on basically everywhere on the internet. I, I am not afraid to use my government. Um, as I mentioned before, I have a new website out. It's called Love at First Bites. B-Y-T-E. It's not mm-hmm. a dating site nor a food site. And first is, is the number one and S-T. first is the number one, right. Mm-hmm. So, so love at first bite.com. And right now it's in, um, it's in pre-launch, um, set to launch, um, this week, God willing. So you guys will all know about that. So just hit me up on Twitter. If you have any questions, if you want to just chat, I'm here. Yeah, and don't forget, man. Uh, she's very responsive on Twitter, and um, I follow her just for information. Sometimes, like she'll just tweet something out. And I'm like, huh, I did not know that. Let me uh, go read up on that. So, yeah, thank you, Tatiana, and uh, thank you, sweetie. Good luck uh, on, thank you so on much, all your thank ventures. You so much, no problem. Talk to you later. Have Bye. a good one, sweetie. Oh man, that love that fun. woman. Love that woman. You know, she just got to get away from that other podcast, man. Just disrespecting her, treating her bad. You ain't got to hit me but once. Ah! <laughs> All right, man. This is the Blackout Tips podcast. You know, you can find us at theblackouttips.com. Uh, comedy podcast. All the contact information is theblackouttips.com slash about. When you're at theblackouttips.com, don't forget you can donate to the show. You can, uh, you know, do one-time donations, recurring donations. You can leave comments in the polls. We have a poll for every episode. You can comment on the episode even. Um, make sure you click and visit on our sponsor links. We have sponsors on the show uh, all the time um and uh every time you click on those links it helps us look good and it also uh gives them incentive to keep giving us money and all it cost you was a click you know maybe a couple bo- dollars if you go spend the money you know we appreciate it 
um the email is the blackoutist at gmail.com and uh of course you know like i said all that shit can, is under the about section don't forget to follow us on uh twitter i'm rodimus prime i'm say that again that is a d-a-t and the official weapon of the show is the taser an official unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme <laughs> and this podcast is sponsored yes sir by shadow dog productions apparently shadow dog productions is looking for some new music now, there's a lot of musically inclined people that listen to this show I know felt, make music. Yeah, felt five is one. Um, Get up with Dexter, dog. Yeah, uh, they're but they're right now they're specifically looking for a romantic love theme, you know. So there's people like uh, Nick Jew sings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the genre doesn't matter as long as when you listen to it, you're feeling the romance. To apply, send us your three minute long MP3 at shadowdollproductions at gmail dot com by February tenth. If we pick you and your musical piece, they will license it for a short film for $100 up front and 2% of all the net profits. Note, you must be willing to sign a contract stating that you own all the rights to the musical piece. If you have any more questions, drop us an email at the same address, shadowdog.productions at gmail.com. That's shadowdog.productions at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, man, it's a good chance for all you artists that, you know, are musically inclined mm-hmm. to get your stuff out there, man. You know, um, and, uh, you can make some money. So that's good. Uh, we also have another sponsor. Yes, we do. No, this was a, a bit more, a bit more sexy. Um, let me see if I can find some sexy music for, for, uh, getting into this one. You know, you can't, you gotta be careful with this one. Uh, all right. Let's see which one of these simps am I gonna play? <laughs> let's go with these guys. That's right. This is uh very central love making music here. This is all candlelights and softness, care. Oh yes. Fellas and ladies, penises and vaginas, I say, dicks and pussies. <laughs> are, you, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Hmm? Or are you some type of weird prude that doesn't like having sex? What's wrong with you? Get your life together. You've been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new tour or adult movie? Like any red-blooded human being should. Yes. But here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off of just about any item in the store. And it's a virtual online store, which means it's infinite. Infinite, I say. <laughs> There's no warehouse that has limited capacity. Mm-mm. Get you a lawnmower full of dildos. It does not matter. Yep. And just pick one that says, it's my turn. But that's not all. <laughs> oh, no. In addition to that 50% off of one item, you also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift that is so sensual, you'll feel like you're going to die without it. <laughs> and to top it all off, they'll even throw in a free shipping promo on your entire order. They are not playing. No, they're not, sir. In the AM or the PM, Dawn. They are serious. 
<laughs> Check out adamandeve.com for the special offer. Get 50% off of one item when you type in TBGWT as the offer code upon checkout. Three free DVDs, free extra gift, free shipping. 50% off one item. TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Yeah, y'all know y'all get those tax returns. Mm-hmm. Come on. It's time to treat yourself. I know. Go all out for this tax season. That's right. That's right. All right. Enough of this foolishness. Mm-hmm. Let us talk some more foolishness with uh, random thoughts and stuff. Yes, and I, I have uh, one too, but I let you do yours first. No, go ahead. Do yours first. Get your let's let's do yours, and I will I will do mine later. Oh, okay. My random thought. Well, it's not really random thought. Mm-hmm. I just want to give y'all the update. Y'all remember when I took my massage last time? He had to knock off thirty minutes. He? I thought it was a lady that did. I it. mean, Erica. Erica, uh, hold up, wait, hold up. Is it a man been putting his hands on you? No, you just no, got no, caught in a lie. No, Let me no. check your iPhone messages. <laughs> now nah, go ahead. You What's can up? check them. No, my my doctor made her knock off thirty minutes because I got it for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he made her knock off thirty minutes because of me going through the um therapy and stuff. So we had to reschedule it. So with we, Eric, with oh, Eric I mean Cuff. Erica. Okay, er- 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 Eric. Sure, Cuff. sure, buddy. Mm-hmm. Erica. <laughs> <laughs> As in, cuh, Erica, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want no problems. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does she got the same thing we got? She got the same thing I got. Now, she ain't got the same thing you got. She got a split, sir. She ain't got no penis. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead. I, I'm listening. What? So what? <laughs> so what happened with your, the the last thirty minutes of this massage? Do I need to be playing African rain music for this? <laughs> No. How long is this story gonna be? What's, what's going on? It's, it's not gonna be long. Um, the thing about it is that it was a quickie, man. The thirty minutes went by so quick. I was glad to get it, but I was a little disappointed mm. because you know I'm used to having her for an hour, an hour right. and a half. You rubbing know, I only got her for thirty minutes. Rubbing all those oils and lotions on you. She did. She did. Mm. And she was like, I'm finished. And I was looked at her like, no, don't, don't, don't go away. Right. Oh, I wanted to cry. Sometimes not enough to, to finish you off. They leave you one more. And she do. And, and I, and I will be back, Erica. I will be back. You know, you have to take care of yourself sometimes. So did you go home and massage yourself thinking about Erica's hands all over you? <laughs> I was thinking about it though. She 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 was making me feel really 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 good and mm. and you know what the the one good thing I like about the quickie was because she had to be quick. She got extra hard this time. So oh, she, oh I bet she yes, did. Yes, buddy. Okay. She got them elbows all down in my back and she was pressing and and, and ripping all them knots out my back. You know, cause she didn't have she know she couldn't take it nice and slow this time. Right. She had to go. She had to go kind of kind of. <laughs> <laughs> kind of quick. Are you okay with that, sir? Well, I just sprayed. I was just spraying the room to get, get, get it smelling good in here. I'm listening. I'm listening. Finish the story. Okay. So she had to, you know, really make it a quick process. So, like I said, she had to be sure that she pressed on me real good and hard, and she rubbed on me extra hard. She didn't have she, time to be gentle. No, no, she wasn't playing around with me. Gotta get straight to the point. And, you know, I'm not a virgin no more, so I guess she feel like she could be a little bit rougher You're with You're a me. woman now. It's yeah, time to rough I, it up. I'm, I'm grown. I'm grown and sexy now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 30 minutes just wasn't long enough, so she had to really just get in there and work it all out, all, mm-hmm. all out of my body. All then, that tension. 
all that tension and she was like "Ooh, this side feel kind of rough she worked that side and this side feel kind of rough and she got up in my, in my shoulder blade and, and she was you know working all down in my shoulder blade you know mm. and uh, it, it felt real good maybe moan a little bit it it, it it felt really really good and then when i had went to the um chiropractor because the, the chiropractor and the massage is in the same is in the same location mm-hmm. it actually actually is the same a building i mean the same office and I had uh, told you he'd been using that machine on me, the Black and Decker helm on me. Yeah. And um, he did this thing where I hadn't really been cracked, where, where he actually physically had to work your body. Mm-hmm. But so once, he was cracking you up. Oh, yeah, he was he was cracking me. Getting all in the crack. He he was getting all all in the crack, but 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 between my spine, honey, he did oh, something to me. And spinal tap. Yeah, he joked at me, and honey, when he joked at me, it, 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 it made me feel all good inside. I'm like, oh oh oh, that feel real good. I don't know what you did, but you, can, you, can you do that one more time? Man, and he, sorry, he, this car wreck's the best thing that ever happened to you. Oh my God, man. I'm getting more turned on than anything. It's it's like I go out, but like, ooh, I, ooh, somebody gonna touch me today? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and he got me doing these exercises. Oh, them exercises be wearing my body out. Cause he was like, "Well, I need for you to start stretching your body and shit like that." Yeah. But you know what? If he gonna keep on jolting me like that, I'm gonna do the exercises because he said, "If if if if, if your back get whacked up," he said, "Then I'm gonna fix you." I was like, well, that's fine. If you're going to fix me like this, you can keep on fixing me. Go jolt, ahead and just jolt, crack me. What do you mean, jolt you up? What does that mean? He, they, he actually takes your body and he, like, moves you a certain way. Mm-hmm. And when he moves you a certain way, it actually releases um, your spine. Because oh. the, my spine was actually pinching a nerve, which was causing pain up in my shoulder blade. Mm. And so he moves you a certain way, and it just releases the nerve. So it releases that muscle. And he actually took my arm and jolted that. And so, you know, he actually was bending and twisting me. You know, I was a little scared. You know, I, I was really scared because, for me, that's the first time I've been jolted like that. Because, you know, normally he pulled out the machines right. where he quit, where, where he just, you know, bumping on my body. You know, just bumping me around. This time he had to get physical with me. He had to do a little bit, a little bit rough with me. And I was like, hey, you know, I like it rough like that. Go mm. ahead if it make me feel better. Uh, I like this story much more when there was a woman doing all this. This is no longer <laughs> interesting to me. Uh, anyway, next oh, round. <laughs> no longer even interested in this. Uh, like I was well, saying. How you know they're not interested in it, so. Uh Well, they just have to suffer. Um, so I had a, my performance review um, for at work this week. And uh, it was really quick. And I think when you have a really quick performance review, it can either be good or bad. Yeah, that's true. But you know how I don't talk to anybody at work? I feel like I'm being rewarded for not talking because I'm antisocial. And this was my best performance review ever at any job. Like it was just like, oh, you did everything. You met, you met every goal. You did, you followed every rule. You mm-hmm. did, you know, you worked hard and you, you passed. You outperformed every qualification that we had for you. And it was like, um, man, this is a, uh, it's pretty damn, pretty awesome. But it's also kind of sad because that just means I still can't talk to people and <laughs> open up and be myself. Nope. So it's like I got rewarded for that, man. And um, I think. Like I said, I think a lot of my coworkers are used to being, um, I don't know, man, being a little less stringent. Like I, I feel like every day of my life, part of me is just trained to like, I want to make my father proud. Like I want to live a life that my father can be proud of. I want to go to work. I want to work hard. I want to be professional. I want to be on time. You know, all these things that, uh, you know, 
i think shape us as children yeah that's my thing is you know i want to live a life that my dad can look at and go this person is someone i'm proud to call my son mm-hmm. and i and it just naturally exudes into all my shit like it's yep you know uh it's gonna exude into my work ethic it's gonna it's my social habits like all this stuff right um and i think because of that i'm a little bit blind to the fact that i could be getting away with so much more shit at work i just mm-hmm. don't me either like it wouldn't it doesn't even cross my mind nope. you know but when they had this talk a while back and i talked about it on the show where they talked to everybody about well these are some habits we need to stop and i was like people were doing those things what the fuck like mm-hmm. how could you call yourself a professional anything and do the things that they're you Ain't know that accusing you people are doing yes not even accusing they you did these things oh okay okay that was like okay these rules have been broken we got to talk about them yeah. right right so um they were sitting up there and they were going into like you know uh we're going to be doing reviews so I wonder if they started the reviews for everybody because, you know, I got mine done. It just and it was like the first review. It didn't need to be done in private because there was nothing bad they were going to say. You know, like normally they when you do a performance review, they take you in a room by yourself and they sit you down. They're like, hey, you did X, X, X. Even the best review is going to be like, but you didn't do this or you need to work on this thing for next year. They always give you something. Right. Well, this is the first time where just there was nothing bad to say. So like my performance review was just like sitting at a desk in front of everybody like okay yeah i agree with that cool thanks you know that's how that's that's normally how mine review goes like it's one of them things where you go in basically you sit they tell you your goals what they told you you know a year ago what your goals were gonna be and you should already be doing yeah and then and then uh at my job we meet like every once a month every month to kind of tell you how you progressing how you got you going with your goals so nobody is never ever surprised when you don't hit your goals yeah well i um you know so basically i do my review i'm doing good i don't really think much about it right Mm -hmm. now everyone else is starting to get their reviews starting to go around and you know uh i'm i'm not really paying attention but today i was coming back from my break and i saw one of my coworkers walking downstairs and he had two big ass like gym bags with him like gym bag like like the long way gym bag like you can put a boom what, box in it you I was know talking about, well you really stuffing stuffing it full yeah and i was like why would you have two gym bags walking out of work so he's walking out and he's like, he didn't really speak. And then, uh, you know, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm still inside. So I'm waiting on the elevator. And for some reason, the elevator got stuck at some floor. It wasn't coming. So it's taking forever. So he goes putting this shit up and I'm just waiting on this elevator. And by, at this point, I'm like, I want this elevator to hurry up. And he st- I see him turn around. He's coming back. So I'm like, why the fuck would he be coming back? Maybe he left his gym clothes, but who wears two bags full of gym clothes? Like, I'm trying to put it together in my head. Like, what the fuck is going on? So he comes back and we go upstairs, right? And, uh, we're, we're, you know, and this, and this dude is a white dude, older dude, um, really has a really bad attitude at work. He's always kind of had a bad attitude, but he prides himself on having a bad attitude. That's not, yeah, I know people. And that's, and that's not cool because, the thing about jobs, especially just any job, especially uh, in corporate America, you got to work with people. And right. if you're that such an asshole, work by yourself or work at home and do some shit where you now have to be involved with people. And nobody wants to be there. It's no, not like they don't like it's like it's not like you bitching all the time loudly to the office about how much you don't want to be there. It's going to turn everybody into like, you know what? 
I wanted to be here and you try, you actually convinced me that, that I don't, you know, it's like, no, actually nobody wants to be here. You're just the yeah, one who can't I, take it. Yeah. I could have stayed at home or you know, sell on the computer in my pajamas. Yes. Yeah. And, and personally, you know, when I see people acting like that, being right, you know, he writes nasty emails to people. He's all oh, one of those type yeah, of people. Like yeah. he's mean to customers, mean to vendors, like all this stuff. And that's his whole thing is like, yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I told that one person that you need to do this. And it's like, well, you, you could have said that without being snotty mm-hmm. about it. And it nice probably would have worked man. out yeah, way better. Your favorite. Like they're so mean. They actually subtract efficiency from their work. Yes, they do. You know what I mean? Like a polite. Can't get nothing done. Yeah. It's like a polite, uh, you know, it's, it's that the catch flies with honey thing. Like the polite way actually would have saved you a lot of, time and trouble but because you were mean about it it causes five more emails emails to your boss uh email that you have to write with your boss copied in like people that don't even want to know this shit are just like oh he's at it again yes i've been there when you get the email he's like fuck why why am i cc'd on this i don't care right so he was one of those people you know it's for background so he comes back upstairs or whatever and go into the office and someone asked me a question. So I have to walk over towards his area where he's at. And I guess he's standing up and he's like got a box and he's putting other stuff in there. And um, so about this time, the assistant manager uh, for our department comes out and she's like, hey, what's, what's going on? You all right? And he's like, I'm leaving. And she's like, like for the day? And uh like. No, I'm leaving. And she, <laughs> she, I thought she was like, "Are you sick?" She was like, "Uh, like leaving, 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 leaving." Not coming back. And he was like, "I quit," and took his Shit. box and walked the fuck out of that office. What was his interview like? I don't know. I was like, "Did he get a bad performance or pray? Like what? I bet you he did. What would make somebody be like, "Yo, I'm." fucking out of here dog like but even with that they, they immediately can't fire you like you go through a probationary period and all kinds of stuff yeah like that's the thing like it takes a long time to fire someone in most corporate situations because you have to have so much backup even in an at-will state where they technically could get rid of you for pretty much anything yep uh most of the time their corp the corporate structure requires them to have a lot of backup you know you can't or else you just have fucking managers going around like i don't like the way you looked at me bye nigga so it, you know he was basically like um like i don't know if he got a bad review which would make sense i mean if you have disdain for this place which means they got complaints from customers yeah you like, know them people was like huh and I, I bet you at the end of the day he makes it difficult for them difficult yeah. for him difficult for everybody involved and if you quit you can't really go get unemployment no, in, in, in our state so mm-hmm. it's like what like i don't know what was his motivation or what man but like if he got a wife and kids and stuff like that but he was like now he got an ex-wife he always complained about her real loud and shit like i i I always put my i put my headphones on like when i hear that shit my headphones is my best friend i turn them shits up but it's funny because he knows he's a dick so oh so he's proud of it yeah he's proud of it and also uh you know me my personal belief system is well shit if you know you're a dick that's it for me i don't care like that's like it's it's that thing like when people go well rod uh you did you know you said motherfuckers like yeah i said it on purpose oh well hmm huh that uh might not have been the best way to say that i'm like yep but i said it so and i'm cool with you not liking me well fuck i guess i just uh what is there to do here 
you know nothing else to talk about so yeah dude quit man i've never seen anything like that uh outside of a, a minimum wage job so yeah you uh, see that shit at like mcdonald's and right and all that shit he quit the shit like it was mcdonald's dog i was like what you can do that yeah. yes uh, you can and can i guess the race sure you can guess the race white yeah that's an older white that's man. that's right yeah what, what made you uh think it was a white dude though reason why i thought it was because it's corporate america mm-hmm. and my thing about corporate america is that now now who would you to say uh the crab shack or or something like that oh so only white people work in corporate america no it's not that oh okay well, but they're more apt to just quit a job in corporate america like like on the whim they more they more i can get another one like they're mm. more apt to just quit and leave. <laughs> get yeah, they don't think twice about that <laughs> shit. That man to be in unemployed, uh, getting a job at the end of the week. So I guess Mashonda and accountant just got to tough it out. She yeah yeah she better. Mm. Well anyway, he quit, man. I don't know if he had something lined up or not, but it was pretty epic uh, quitting um, today. Um, so uh, another thing I was thinking about, just other random thoughts. Um, we talked about uh, pregnancy scares. Mm-hmm. on the, i think the podcast with uh mike felder from in the bleachers and i was thinking about pregnancy scares and i wanted to take it one step further because a lot of people think that dudes are bitching when they talk about you know oh i got a pregnant what are we gonna do you know that type of thing and dudes, but those are real concerns dudes complain about this idea of not having control and uh you know and it is a woman's choice it's a woman's body it's her up to her to decide and she's decide in that moment your decision was releasing sperm her decision is everything after After that that. that's right um and i was like uh you know some women will deny like oh no we're still in it together it's always this it's always that but i was like it's that's not really true because if you look at the phrasing of how they tell you about being you know be having pre- being pregnant or possibly being pregnant it changes mm-hmm. right like like at one point your you're relationship change you're two changed. not just that but at one point you are two separate people yes you are that are possibly about to deal with a problem and then at the other point no matter how you feel about each other y- y- you're in this together you mm-hmm. know like it's it's literally it's like i'm late that means that she is late on her period right she might be pregnant. Mm-hmm. But the second that she is pregnant, it can, we're pregnant. It's like, oh shit, now both of us in this. <laughs> I think that's where that phrase came from. It was like, the first, some lady was like, well, I'm I late. I make it by myself. And dude was like, I ain't got, they ain't got shit to do with me. And she's like, mm-mm, we're pregnant. Not just me. Yo ass too nigga yeah yeah <laughs> i didn't steal your sperm against your wheel yeah like this this is it's it's gonna stay we'll keep the bike in your house but it's gonna be both of ours because uh it's ours um i know so another thing that happened this week uh ray lewis uh who everybody seems to be remembering that was hey he had a trial for conspiracy to murder apparently mm-hmm. nobody knew about this for the last eight years until he made way back to the super bowl and now it's back Everybody forgot about it. I didn't even know people were still mad at Ray Lewis, honestly. But according to my local sports news and sports radio, outraged, right? they they fucking hate Ray Lewis, and I just did not know this. 
I thought everybody was kind of rooting for him as a redeemed man of Christ who dances around on the field and uh, gives great speeches. But uh, apparently there's been a subset of people who hate Ray Lewis and have for years and nobody's been talking about it, you know, Um, and now that he's back in the Super Bowl, it's time. So anyway, that shit came back up, and I thought that was kind of hypocritical and stupid, but yeah. I, you knew it would come up. And, and and I think the thing, and we talked about this in the Carter, the issue that I have with it is that it, this is not brand new news. This shit happened years ago. It actually went to court, unlike unlike being Rutherford's. Rothlisberger. 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 Come on, Cam. <laughs> You're not even trying. Just call him Big Ben. Just give it up. Stop messing up that man's last name. And just call him Big Ben. Save yourself the trouble. Thank you. Well, unlike Big Ben, who has been accused of raping women and have several cases pending and all this stuff, nobody ever talks about that. Nobody ever brings that up. You don't hear the outrage. You don't hear the anger. And the thing about it, and you have like Michael Vick who actually went to jail and served his time. Right. But at the same time, you have, you get more outrage about Michael Vick if you bring him up in the conversation than you will ever get about Big Ben. And yeah. I have an issue with that. And then when you tell people, y'all think dogs are more important to people, they really do think this, but when you say it out loud, people feel ashamed. No, no, well, no, no, no. Well, then what is your logical reason behind this? And the thing yeah. about, um, Ray Lewis that I have, I, and people will not admit this a lot, a lot of this fake outrage, I claim it is, you know, there's some people that may have hated him for years, I'm not yeah. saying that, but a lot of this fake outrage is because of the Super Bowl and because he's black. Um, mm. and people will not want to say this because a lot of the, the undertone and a lot of the language that's being used when I hear listening on AM radio is, is about his color. It's like, you, you, it's like, okay, this happened years ago, okay, he 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 did everything he was supposed to do. He wasn't convicted. He didn't serve jail time. Why are we still talking about this? People act like this shit happened yesterday. Well, I tell you one thing: Big Ben ever make the Super Bowl again? I want to see this same outrage. Yeah, that's what I'm measuring this by. Really, is um, what are people going to say if the Steelers go back to a Super Bowl? Are we going to finally hear people bring up in public to Ben Roethlisberger? Hey, you've been accused of rape by four different people. Uh, now, fool me once, you know, like, like, I, it, it, like, cause, uh, that's the thing is, um, you know, I was listening to Keith and the girl, and Keith is a Steelers fan. So I think I kind of understand how it is. And I, I kind of identify somewhat with the idea of like, well, just because an, an athlete or an artist or whatever is a piece of shit, that shouldn't rob me of the right to enjoy music, you know, that just because they participated in it uh, and it's good music. Now I can't listen to it because they're a piece of shit. And it's, it's like, where do you draw the line and all that stuff? And that was an interesting conversation they had on their show. Uh, everybody knows we're big fans of the show. Um, mm-hmm. and, but but it made me think like, yeah, the you know, they brought up questions about Roethlisberger, Mike Vick, Chick-fil-A and where people draw their moral lines and their obligation to support or not support. And yeah, the Big Ben thing is really weird to me because it's, we don't need a court of law all the time for public opinion. No, you don't. And when someone gets accused of rape a certain amount of times, it's kind of like, yeah, uh, it's, it's more, I gotta do some logical gymnastics to forgive this person or to, to ignore what they're going through, you know, what they did, allegedly. You know, allegedly. Yeah, and, and my and my thing that the issue that I I guess the issue that I have with it is that 
when it comes to crimes. I always feel like there's crimes and crimes against women. People don't even take it seriously. Even women don't even take crime against women seriously. Right. Like that shit don't happen or it don't exist. Even if they've been, you know, raped and shit themselves, a lot of them suppress it. A lot of them, you know, uh, uh, uh get to the point where I have to get over it because that's what I've always been told to do. Yeah. And then when you have somebody that speaks out and go, fuck this, you raped me, you're going to be held accountable and responsible for your actions. I don't care how many lawsuits I got to have. I'm not crying no more. I'm not being afraid no more. I'm not being shamed anymore because I am the victim. I am not the person that committed the crime. But in our society, it's sit down, shut up, victim that is raped, male or female. But you know what? Smack a dog in the face, you're going to get 15 years. Yeah. But at the same time, you rape a woman, we don't give a fuck about a woman. Yeah, and he was uh, making a good point about how, like, we've seen pictures of the dogs from my Vic. We've seen pictures of Rihanna after she was beat up, allegedly, by Chris Brown and stuff like that. So that's where more of the outrage comes from. And it's like, yeah, but here's my, the bigger question to me is like, why haven't we seen pictures of Ben Roethlisberger's alleged victims? Mm-hmm. Like why? Like they're not famous women. Mm-mm. Nobody gives a fuck. And a woman getting raped every six minutes in America is just actually not as uh sensational as a dog getting beat apparently. Uh, or killing a dog and not to mention you know because we have to protect privacy of people who um you know accuse people of uh sexual crimes Mm -hmm. you're not going to see pictures of some woman that got raped and the pictures of her after afterwards and stuff so it's just kind of not real and it's kept not real for a lot of people the reality of rape is just complete kind of separated from our culture because it's like they would rather show 15 pictures and do a, a hour long documentary on the dogs killed by Mike Vick. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to go find the four women and say, do you want to be on camera and tell your story about Ben Roethlisberger? Cause that's something we actually can't handle. It's too real. And, um, it is. And like the Ray Lewis thing too, it is interesting that, you know, even now people just go, he murdered some people. Like they don't even know, know the, what happened. What they they don't even care about what happened. It's just the word murder and Ray Lewis. He's a murderer. The end. Um, and it's just interesting how the shit plays out. But like I said, I'm withholding all my judgment until Steelers go back to the Super Bowl with Big Rock, Big Ben. I really want to see what happens. I'm genuinely curious if people are going to have the same balls that they had to go ask Ray Lewis about a trial where he, uh, you know, was not, where he was found not guilty or, you you know, where they asked Mike Vick constantly about, uh, just even his kids owning a dog, you know, where they, you know, it's going to come up and he has to be gracious every time. He can't ever go. I served my time. I went to prison. Uh, I just want to live my life. And, uh, you know, I fucked up. Like you're never gonna get that that feeling of let's move on. Uh, we've moved on from Ben Roethlisberger possibly being a rapist. We have moved on from that officially, <laughs> and uh, yeah. let's see if it comes back. Before I'm not even gonna get mad about it or anything. Mm-hmm. Let's just see if it comes back. Yeah, if I, they I, start I, having I want, success, I want to see the talk show people on AM Dow have the same outrage. I want to see y'all talk about it for your three or five hours that you're on the air. I want to hear the folks calling in. I want, I want, I want this same, uh, exact anger. I want you yeah. talking about it the whole they week. They talked about it for, the Super Bowl. they talked about it for like four weeks and then he got off suspension and then it was, I remember they stopped, uh, gangs, uh, coverage on multiple different games and cut in with Big Ben's first snap. Fresh off of the rape. 
Like, it's just like ridiculous. Like, that, you can't tell me that is the same. You can't tell me that that is covered the same. You know, it's, it's a completely different situation, man. The people, but it's just, it's that sports blind spot in allegiance where it's like, well, this is my team. You know, I just don't have that illusion. It's just like, hey, man, Mike Vick killed, like, I'll tell, like, black people don't even like when I say that shit. Mike Vick killed dogs and that's fucking terrible and reprehensible. He served his time and that's yes, cool and that's why I'm not constantly chastising Me about either. him, but it's, but it is fucking, uh, heinous thing he did and it's not just dolls it's just it is fucked up i can't imagine doing those things that he did to an animal i can't it is too fucked up to think about so yeah you know but people are gonna you know because they root for their guys and stuff they have that like oh no no but it's my guy you know and i i don't i don't know i can't truck with that um also the other controversy that's funny right now ray lewis and his antlers spray controversy have you been hearing about this? What is antler spray? It's apparently a performance enhancing drug, allegedly, uh, that, uh, he was on a, he's a, like, they discovered this, this lab, this doctor, it's called STATS, and it's, it stands for some type of acronym about, you know, helping people do, get, enhance themselves without steroids, right? That's, so basically they discovered this drug lab and the doctor is just snitching because he's so proud of his work, like, which is always like, I'm always like, why do these dudes go to these doctors at, at the steroid clinics? You know, when they get caught, it's advertising to them. Of so they're course. going to snitch. They are going to be proud of their work. They have been, Cheating is like, it's like, uh, they can't help themselves. They are going to tell the world how they game the system because they're so proud of it. And that's why they have such high profile clientele. So he's on the list. Some baseball players on the list of people that allegedly got these different performance enhancing drugs. One of them is deer antler spray or something. And it's, it's actually a, uh, performance enhancing, uh, it has performance enhancing qualities. He was prescribed it when he was trying to heal from his injury this year. And, you know, he's saying, uh, I'm not going to, you know, talk about it. And, uh, the, the people are, you know, they had to stop asking them questions, but everyone's talking about it kind of, but people are talking about it and being dismissive of it, you know, and they're acting like it's not a big deal. And I don't think it's because he plays in the NFL and we just expect these things. Uh, you know, the league has already said they're not planning on suspending him. He'll be playing the Super Bowl. I honestly think it's because the name Deer Antler Spray sounds so silly. Yes. I really think that's all it is. It's you that. Know, it sounds like a hair care product. Girl, you got that new Deer Antler Spray. I got it too, girl. It make your hair grow. Hey. Right. Sounds like a really nasty drink or some shit at a bar. Yeah. Like, Did you try that, Dan? That shit was terrible. Right. There's no, like, it just doesn't make sense that, like, you your brain goes, Ray Lewis, uh, uh, Accused of using deer antler spray, you go to what? Grow some antlers? This nigga, gonna, <laughs> nigga gonna be yeah, a, what is this cologne? Yeah, you gonna be a reindeer? You got to help Santa fly to Christmas or some I shit? Know. Like what the fuck? So I think the doctors who do performance enhancing drugs research and illegally game the system need to name everything ridiculous names. Yeah, because people have quit talking about. Yeah, that. if like creatine uh, was uh, was named something else. You know, like if creatine was named like, uh, it's, it's, uh, unicorn horns. And people be like, uh, Ray, Ray Lewis caught on unicorn horns. Ha <laughs> unicorn horns, yes, whatever. Yes. What else is on? What, what did, what did they spread themselves with? A rabbit ass? Um, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, 
Um, I don't think we're allowed to to say that on national television, yeah. but that's that's that's, that's what it's called. called. Rabbit ass, isn't, isn't that interesting? Oh, whatever, just play the game. Uh, also, uh, shout out to all the analysts that uh, people have been coming out talking about the Patriots cheating them out of Super Bowls, and uh, Marshall Fox said he'll never forgive the Patriots. And to a man, every analyst on ESPN went on TV and said that that shit didn't matter. That Spygate, the New England Patriots literally knowing the other team's plays before they were called, had no effect on the Super Bowl. That's some bullshit. On any of the Super Bowls they won. That's some bullshit. You mean tell me that's why the Carolina Panthers lost? Yeah. yeah. By by three points. Mind you, every last one of these Super Bowls were were won by three points. A field goal. But knowing the other team's plays has no effect on the game. The, the the fact that Roger Goodell destroyed the records before any media, anyone can look at them, tells you everything you need to know. Yes, it does. Those motherfuckers figured out the blueprint and fuck the Patriots forever. And you know what? They're and cheaters and, and those Super Bowls. I don't recognize them. And Sorry. They ain't one shit without it. I'll tell you. Yeah, what. I'm about to say they haven't been back since, have when they? A super, no, they've been back. They lost because they didn't know the other team That's plays right. because the t- other team had two weeks to Remember prepare. they lost against the Giants. Yeah, yeah. The, other, the other team had two weeks to prepare and throw in some new plays that you never seen before. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, fuck them. And I, I noticed. That's all. Um, another thing I wanted to say, man, I was watching some Batman animated series, one of the greatest TV shows of all time. And, um, it was uh oh no actually no i was watching the dark knight returns part two uh another animated feature dc animated features are so great good. i have i haven't seen this one have i no you haven't i uh, you i started watching and you went to bed but it is so good i got to watch it oh god i love this version of the batman frank miller's batman is the best um anyway uh the joker typical joker story i'm not gonna spoil anything but the just trust me uh the the joker is in Arkham Insane Asylum, and Tada somehow always gets out, right? And I was thinking, like, if you look at his cast of rogues, his villains, you got the Joker, you got the Riddler. Uh, Poison Ivy. Yeah, Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn. Like, you got all of these characters that are mentally ill, and they keep going into the the clinical system and getting released, and and some doctor always believes he can rehabilitate them. They get out. They kill 75 people again, right? Mm-hmm. If Gotham was in Texas, there would be no repeat crime. Mm-mm. Like, they would fry the Joker's ass so quick. It would never get, like, it would never, none of these, they would never be like, you know, the Riddler struck again. If, like, the Riddler struck once. They killed Solomon Grundy. Ah! Solomon Grundy is a functioning retard and they would kill the fuck out of him no matter what his iq was because they don't give a fuck man texas would solve gotham's prime so much faster than batman of course i hate to say it man texas better than batman they put you they are the punisher of states like they don't believe in second chances Mm -hmm. if you can like tie your shoe a little bit get one in the lace they're like you smart enough to get killed fry (laughs) them Ah, yeah. Um, we talked about that computer desk earlier that I put together, mm-hmm. and uh, I I say I, but Karen helped me. We put it together together. I did. Yep, both of us did. Nobody got cussed out, and I felt like we should have got some type of uh, Xbox oh, achievement. Boy, I know, because uh, it felt like they designed those instructions to make y'all curse each other out. 
Him instructions is terrible. Yeah. Flip that. Like, yes, flip G5 to <laughs> F7. And once you get this, be sure you use the black screws and the brown screws. And I was like, this just ain't got stickers on them. Right. Hold and then on. You, then you turn around the next page and the other, the pieces are turned to the other side, but they don't tell you. And it's just like a square piece. So it's like, how was I supposed to know? Oh man, we got to put the desk together another way again. We got to take it yeah, apart. We actually had put it back together. Put it, we actually put it together. Finished it and yeah. looked at it like, shit, the last piece won't go in. Yeah. And it was like, oh, shit, I think we did something wrong. But in order to do it, we had to basically untake the whole damn thing down again just to fix it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I have a couple other, like, quick random thoughts that we'll do. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I do want to talk about something that's a little bit more serious real quick. And okay. uh, we should probably get it out the way. And then we can get back into uh, some silly shit. But uh, I was sitting at my desk today, and I was listening to uh, some music. I was actually listening to Chief Key. Um, it was my first time ever listening to that dude. Listen, I've and, uh, never heard him. Uh, he's just the dude that made that shit I don't like. There's that shit I don't like. Okay. That dude. Um, he also made a song, uh, so- uh, Love Sosa. I hear about talking about him, but I, yeah. I've, I've never actually literally sat down and listened to his music. Well, we've actually talked about him on the show before. He's the one who went to jail mm-hmm. the other day for possessing a gun when he wasn't supposed to. Um, like, so he's, you know, I'll play some love songs before you care if you would like to hear it. Here, here you go. Fuckers in school telling me always in a barbershop. She can't think about this. She can't about that. My boy a BD on fucking Lamron and them. He, he, they say don't be nigga put on no work. Shut the fuck up! Y'all niggas ain't no shit! All you motherfuckers talking about, Cheeky Fake no hitter, Cheeky Fake this, Cheeky Fake fake. Shut the fuck up! Y'all don't deal with that nigga! Y'all know that nigga got caught with a ratchet! Shit at the police and shit! Nigga been on probation since fucking, I don't know when! Motherfuckers stop fucking playing them like that! Them niggas savages out there! If I catch another motherfucker talking sweet about Cheeky, I'm fucking beating their ass! I like that the first 40 seconds of his own song is talk, someone talking shit on his behalf. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, that was like, well, yeah, we got this. It's like, I don't need to do a song. I need to talk to people for 45 minutes. Hey, hello, how are you doing? Hey, I hope this ain't the whole song right here. Hey. These bitches love so so oh and the nowhere. Fucking with the old boss. You won't get fucked over. Warriors and robots. These old lunchy so so hit on with that cobra. This is what's hot. So, yeah, that's what everybody's fucking with, right? That's why I was listening to this morning, right? I'm not feeling that at all. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's not really my shit. No. But I, I had it saved on my, uh, you know, on my, um, uh, Spotify list. Cause I, sometimes I will listen to stuff that isn't even like, like just to be like, well, I gave it a shot. I listened to it and I feel like I can speak about this with authority. Cause normally I just don't speak about shit. I don't like, I've never. Yeah. Spoken about Drake's second album. No, I've never listened to it. I listen, never listened to it. Don't care. And like I said, it's just me listening to it 
for the first time and i don't know everything just sent hit just mumble i i, I don't got no clarification yeah. all i hear song song so so that's all i'm hearing in, in his voice over over the heavy bass all right so i'm sitting at my desk and i'm listening to that shit right mm-hmm. and i started uh thinking about chicago and how they got so much craziness going on with the murder rate and all this stuff and it's like i had this weird moment um because someone sent us this article and um i'll I'll see if i can play the audio for the article let me you know you know how uh cnn like to throw in commercials and shit um at the beginning yeah i think we're going straight to it oh shit She was one of those kids that always seemed to have a smile on her face, which you can see in this YouTube video. That's how friends are describing 15-year-old Hydea Pendleton, the latest innocent victim of gun violence in the city of Chicago. Just days ago, a highlight of Hydea's short life. She traveled to Washington, D.C. to perform with her high school majorette team at the inauguration. Jada Aiken is the girl next to Hydea in this team photo. It was a good trip. Like I said, she had, she was real happy on the trip. She was a nice person. She smiled all the time. She never frowned. She was never mad. She was never sad. On Tuesday afternoon, Hydea had just finished a final exam. She and a group of friends ducked under this park shelter to avoid the rain. Witnesses say a gunman came out from behind this fence and started shooting. Hydea was hit and killed just a mile away from President Obama's home in Chicago. The President and First Lady's thoughts and prayers are with the family of Hadia Pendleton. All of our thoughts and prayers are with her family. And as the President has said, we will never be able to eradicate every act of evil in this country, but we, but if we can save even one child's life, uh, we have an obligation to try when it comes to the scourge of gun violence. Illinois Senator Dick Durbin also brought up Hydea's murder during a gun hearing on Capitol Hill, talking about her trip to Washington. It was a highlight of her young 15-year-old life. Yesterday in a rainstorm after school, she raced to a shelter. A gunman came in and shot her dead. Just a matter of days after the happiest day of her life, she's gone. It's been a deadly start to 2013 in Chicago. Hydea is the 42nd murder victim already this year. 506 people were killed here in 2012. She is what is best in our city. We're not even 30 days into the year. That's what I saw. I was like 46. I was like, shit, that's, that's more day. We didn't have 46 days. Mm-hmm. A child going to school who takes a final exam, who had just been to the inaugural, who have a responsibility to see a stop to this. And all of us are responsible. It was a day of mourning at King College Prep High School where Hydea attended. Students spent the day with their parents and grief counselors trying to process her death and the toll gun violence is taking on their city. It's too much. Every other day you're hearing shootings and killings and now what's happening is more parents are burying their children and it needs to stop. Ted Rollins. And so, um, you know, I'm sitting at my desk, and I don't know what it was, but I started thinking about this. Mm-hmm. And, like, I got choked up, man. Like, I was, I cried at my desk today. Like, um, I, I couldn't help it. I, and I, I was trying not to think about it, because y'all know I don't like disaster baiting. I don't like mm-hmm. thinking about just negativity. That yeah, shit that happens yeah. that you just literally can't control. Nope. 
so i was you know i was just thinking about this i'm listening to chief keith ironically at the same time and it's like this mentality is to me what killed this girl i'm not talking this music i'm not talking hip-hop i'm talking about what the music is fueled by which is real life which is the negativity that spawns uh the success of someone like chief keith you know it's kind of like how nwa the power nwa is not that these articulate rappers were kicking spitting so much great lyricists it was just that wow niggas really are killing each other out here cops really are out here beating motherfuckers down they were talking about reality Yeah, yeah and it's so like it's uh it's a period of time that it's captured musically and it's powerful because of that, not mm-hmm. because it's uh, it's because of what it represents. Yes. Not, you know, it's like Chief, like, you know, my personal opinion, Chief Keith's music isn't influencing violence. It is influenced by violence. You know, his life is influenced by violence. His affiliations with a gang that is influenced by violence and the surrounding and a hopelessness. And I felt like I was it's like I was listening to that mentality that leads to the death of so many young black people man and for me this was worse than trayvon martin like it is worse than that um it it, it's worse than the newton uh newtown shootings because you know i and i always i you know i I say it and i like i think because the way it's phrased you people laugh but it is honest the truth the truth is i do feel like stray bullets are attracted to success because these stories have become commonplace yes, in my life like in yeah. every every black person's life this story is not unique Mm-mm. there's a ton of these stories of some kid that was trying to be something Body. is dead you know, and it's normally by some ancient motherfucker that was never going to be somebody that wasn't even trying to, you know, and then that person's life that is a murderer now, their life's already been monetized. There's so, you know, there's a school system that gets money for putting him in a special education class or giving busting him to a different school when he drops out there's a prison system readily waiting to take him up get him right in through juvie there's a court system where everyone's making money off of this person's disastrous life so there's really no monetary incentive to get these people out of the streets to give them any hope and you know when you hear numbers like 46 murders in less than 30 days i i felt like uh our people are these people. They don't have hope. Yeah. And it's not just gang wars. It's a suicide because they don't have anything to look forward to. And that is sad. And it was just, I don't know, man. It just got to me, man. It just bothered me. And I, I didn't like and I, cause I can't think of a solution and there's no hope that I can give to that person. And I don't think like people say, well, we should ban guns. We should do this. We should do that. It doesn't solve the idea that someone who cannot see themselves being old enough to graduate from high school or college is never going to think long-term enough 
to make that shit happen. True. So how do you motivate someone who literally we are trying to actively disincentivize them from life? You know, we want to strip down schools as much as we can. We want to strip down uh, resources as much as we can. We want to, you know, we want to cut these people off. And it's coming from every angle. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that everyone is wrong. I don't know what to say. You know, because you have black people like, hey, man, that shit is so fucked up. I don't come from that and I can't support that. And and can you blame them? You know what I mean? I'm not letting these motherfuckers in my house to take my shit. Like that, they, like that, that is how hopeless they are that I, that, that there isn't this, well, if, if somebody would just care, I really don't believe that. It's beyond that. You know, uh, people are saying, well, we should take the guns. Chicago is basically a gun free zone. Yes, it is. 46 murders. And it's not as simple as gun advocates are like, well, you know, if, if legal citizens was able to have guns, it, it, it doesn't matter now. It's too late. It's too far. Gun bans can't save this shit. And this shit matters to me way more and I, not to be, be fucked up, but way more than someone shooting up a school in the middle of fucking nowhere because a school's getting shot up every fucking weekend in Chicago. And nobody cares. But they're black kids. They're minorities. Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a fuck. You know, this is just, oh, uh, the, the only reason we're talking about this girl is because she had something going on in her life. Yeah. But there's so many people that are going, like, just gone. You know, just gone, man. There's no hopes. There's no dreams for these people. They are fucking gone. You know, and I don't know how you fix that, but it feels like this is suicide by gang, suicide by gun violence. So it is them putting each other out of their misery. You know, it is the people who packed up. And went to Chicago for a better life generations ago and found that there's a different type of racism that happens uh, outside of the Jim Crow line. You know, there's a different type of limitation. There's a different ceiling. There's a different type of segregation that isn't whips and chains and dogs and, and hoses, but yes. is, you know, but it is still just as real. Yes, it is. You know, it, and it, I don't know. It's just they don't. How do you replace hope? For someone that that's very, very hard to do, uh, because at the end of the day, when it comes to hope, that has to be something that comes from within. Yeah. And I can't give you something that is not tangible because hope is in something that's tangible. Um, and also, I think, too, in our country, in our society, when you start talking about these issues and bring these issues up, black People in America are a part of America, but a lot of times black people at times don't feel like their lives are are valued as much. We don't feel as but the- they, you can't blame them because literally we are only having a national conversation about guns because white kids got killed. Yeah, that's literally how I, that's we how are I only we would not have this conversation. We have no. had the Newton Newtown, we have had those murder numbers for a year in Chicago. We, oh, we had 500 murders last year. Detroit, you know, they had like 400. Yeah. We have, we have the numbers. Yes, to, yes. to, to, for everyone to justifiably feel outraged. Nobody is going to Congress and 
coming out of there with the congress with congress's ear behind them that's true the nra is not sparking a gun debate about that shit and that is the argument that wins the what what are we going to do you know that's the argument that should be getting everybody's attention because the newton shit is going to happen once every fucking decade this shit is happening again next weekend it might be happening tonight yeah you know that's the shit that's killing me it's like and and that, wake up and that goes back to the point that i said before when you just feel like black people's lives are valued as much um and it's kind of always been like that in our society but when it's brought up everybody acts like no 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 well then why is it that you know when you have numbers like this in chicago you know, numbers like this in New York, numbers like this in Detroit, numbers that, you know, you have more people dying in the city than there are days in a year. Yeah. You mean to tell me we don't, we, nobody gets outraged until you have, you know, white children die in, in, in the middle of nowhere. And all of a sudden, like you say, you want to pass laws and rules and legislation. But our country, it's sad, has always been like this. It's like almost if, if nobody white is involved, for some reason laws don't get passed it get it gets ignored it gets overlooked but what but the and the thing about it is that black people are a part of america too brown people are a part of america too our, our, our lives are valued too you know just like just like the parents of newtown cry you have black parents that cry too you have and and and, and, and it's the thing no parent wants to bury their child and and and, it, and it's heartbreaking when you look at it and it's one of those things where it's like when you talk about hope, the thing about hope is that hope is something that is hard to grasp when nobody around you has the hope. Yeah, I mean, well, when your tears fall on deaf ears, it's not like true. the only mothers who have cried are fucking in Pennsylvania and that the truth. In Connecticut and Ohio, but somehow those are the only tears that count, you know? This so, is the this is the missing blonde white woman of violence. You know what I mean? This is the uh yeah we know about all this other shit but uh these white people missing so let's go ahead and talk about them that's the story that's gonna dominate the headlines and it all i gotta say all i'm saying is i don't have an answer i don't think anyone has an answer i feel like america failed these people yes they have and now this is assisted gang assisted suicide and it's playing out every weekend until there won't be anybody else left to die that is all that is happening and as long as that takes is however long it's going to take because as far as they're concerned they did all the work for this when they banned put gun bans in that was that was the work the work was done well we told them not to have guns it it doesn't fix the problems it doesn't solve the problem i don't know what can do you i was thinking i was racking my brain like what like there has to be a way to make sense of this i don't think anyone can solve this it is too late it is literally it is too late this is going to happen until because uh, this is the other question i asked because people are like well it's a gun-free zone and uh, they ban guns okay well that's not working so let me ask you a real question that nobody wants to answer whether you're liberal democrat pro-gun anti-gun what does a gun-free chicago really look like what does it mean what does it really look like 
if they go look we're going to get guns off the fucking street because i also don't think that the same people who are saying like i'm anti-gun are going to be comfortable with someone going in chicago kicking down black people and poor people's doors if you got a gun you are now part of the uh, the prison the private prison system Mm -hmm. and that is your future like i and like i really don't know that enough black people are going to be able to look past that and go this is for the betterment of the people who are there trying to be somebody so if that means that we're about to go and lock up all these black men for life all these young black teens for life because we already failed them and the best we can give them is three hots in a cot for the, for however long until they die because we have fucked them up so much that we got to keep them from reproducing and putting out more of this shit into the society that's how failed we we that's how far we failed them i don't think anybody's ready to hear that we're not ready to even no, think about that no shit. And, and that's something in our country that when you talk about race and racism and when you talk about the laws that are passed and when you talk about the history of slavery and when you talk about a lot of the things that's attached with that people just want to go no 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 it don't exist but it does and it still has an effect today uh and also i think too once you really get down to the root of the problem it's something that america as whole has got to tackle but it's hard when you have black organizations you have black people going you have them talking you have them yelling you have them screaming you have them going up to congress but at the end of the day nobody hears them because I well see here's my, that, but what i'm saying let's say they get congress's ear right what is congress going to do what are they supposed to do to fix this shit i don't think you can that's what i'm saying there's no law you can pass there's no amount of money you can flood into that area it's over it is a wrap we have lost these lives and we will continue to lose them every fucking week and we're going to continue to hear every day about the stories of you know students trying to be somebody the stories of motherfuckers who already got a litany of crime at 15 years old we're gonna hear about career criminals we're gonna hear about gang leaders and just hopeless people killing each other to put themselves out of the misery of existing in 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 segregated fucked up chicago that's what i see and Obama can't save that. No, he can't. No speech can save that. Mm-mm. No inspiration is going to solve that. Mm-mm. These people are dead. That's that's it. You are looking at dead people. That's what I see when they play this video footage and they show all these people in the background, and you got people doing the best they can. Some, you know, just surrounded by this ignorance. Those people are dead. Like if you stay there, you are dead. It's a war zone. If you know they basically cornered off quartered off where these people are at so that they can kill each other to the death and if you just happen to get caught up in there uh as a little girl going to the inauguration um trying to be an honor student you you dead too it's too late so all right man let's try to get back on some lighter stuff i'm sorry i had to bring everybody down for a second but i don't know it's just on my mind um so I was thinking also uh, about uh, the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's coming up Sunday. Yes, it is. And I want to start a new drinking game. And um, 
I'm dead serious about doing this. And, uh, if you want to join along with me on Twitter, uh, cause I'm not going to a Super Bowl party. I'm oh, gonna watch no. this shit on Twitter because I hate Super Bowl parties. You know? I don't know. I have more fun with the people on Twitter. I think for the past few years, that's what we were doing. We, we, we actually, for the past few Super Bowls, it's been a while since we've been out. Me and Roderick sit here, cook, prepare meals, and tweet. Like, yeah. and to me, I can see the commercials. <clears throat> I'm not bothered by people that don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah. No they, chick that just yeah. happens to be a Niners fan. Yeah. Or a, uh, um, uh, Ravens fan because she got a fresh jersey last week. Uh, is coming over asking me questions like, what's the first down? Y- yes. Like, I enjoy that. I enjoy being at home and not dealing with that. So I want to play a drinking game and feel free to play along with me, and I think we'll be good and fucked up. Oh. Um, it's going to be uh, take a drink every time they have a Super Bowl commercial and a black person is the smartest person in the commercial. <laughs> there you go. I feel like what, this what, stereotype. Any particular drink? drink um, or you do a shot do a shot let's do a shot man um fuck it man i'll do a shot of um the cracking let's just get it cracking up in here do a shot of that cracking rum every time i see a black person as the smartest person in the commercial okay uh that seems to be the role that we have taken since obama came to power yeah i like and, that cracking um, a lot of people, uh, you know, find commercials to be a lot less offensive now. So anytime a black person is, you know, whether they're just telling a white man why it's stupid to shop for TVs at a, at a competitive ah, store, at a, at a competitor store or whether they're, uh, selling a car to a family that just doesn't seem to be able to get it, uh, do drink up, drink up. Yeah, and, and for those of you that never had Kraken, is at the ABC store. I don't know what your local ABC store called. In South Carolina, it's a big red dot. Mm-hmm. But North Carolina, it's called the ABC store or the liquor store. Uh, that Kraken is nice. And if you want to die, also take a shot whenever a white man is the stupidest person in the commercial. But I say, I say don't do that. That will, you will have alcohol poisoning by the end of the night. Um, and then my last random thought before we do some articles. Um, in the age of the cell phone, Mm-hmm. And I've, I've learned this from watching a lot of, uh, a lot of amateur online porn this week. Um, I forgot what my search term of the week was this week. Oh, voluptuous was my search term of the week. I like voluptuous. Yeah. Wasn't a ton of voluptuous videos out there, but I got some. Um, anyway, uh, the, uh, and then last week I didn't tell y'all, but it was doggy style and that was a good one. <laughs> it got a lot, lots of dog style videos uh, in there. Uh, make sure you put that search filter on. Uh, definitely don't want to get the gay dog styles up in there. Tons uh, of those. Oh yeah. I'm about Tons to say dog style. Yeah, yeah. That's, you're going to get wide up in everything. Don't want to be looking and be like, Oh, that was a two dicks. You know, you just, uh, it's just not, especially so, if it's not your thing. Yeah. Not, not my thing for sure. If not, it's your thing, click on, but if not, I'm yeah. Not that don't secure. Don't be surprised. And not that secure. So, um, yeah. Anyway, um, I realized in the age of the cell phone, it takes a lot of trust for women to do doggy style sex. Mm-hmm. Cause um half of those videos, I'm not sure that they knew they were being filmed. Of course they didn't. You know, half of those videos felt like she turned around to say something and then the camera got went off in the distance because they dropped the camera or turned it away or ah, do it do it behind them. Yeah. yeah. Like it takes a lot of trust. To turn your back on somebody and let them fuck you and hope that you're not being posted on X videos, uh, X hamster or some shit within the, the hour. You know? 
and they don't care man they'll put like they'll put a very fucked up description about it like nice hoe getting the doggy style or some shit it's like man does she know that you think she's a hoe and probably you posted this on the internet yeah yeah meanwhile it's the mother your kids and shit like the, it's just like oh, i just need to call her a hoe man i just had to i, I get more clicks so yeah man doggy style trust man it's the new thing man be careful um all right we have articles and stuff like that the first one is is some are guest race some are this isn't okay. um apparently uh Re- renea tuyasa sopo went on dr phil and uh he has some confessions to make um see if i can play this for everybody are you get- oh there you go dr phil just pause that real quick uh take your time to think about that question dr phil uh no need to be in a rush are you gay honestly why is this shit bothering uh let me refresh this real quick but um renee to yasasopo dr phil's asking him straight up are you gay now every straight man in the chat room uh let me ask y'all are you gay in the chat room just put your answer right in the uh in the chat window, no from Leonard Brothers, no from Popson, nah from Sterling, no from Dexter, nah nigga from Canuck Duke, no from Phil Petaway, Mr. Bond taking his time to answer, no from Nightcrawler, no from Be Easy, LOL, nah from Danny Darkspace, D. Palm says no, Andre Hicks says no, L. Emperor, Emperor L says no, uh, Dexter Douglas says fuck you, I like pussy, Steve Warner says no, Django says no, 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 no. no. Greg says no, Yardman says nah, um okay cool that, all right so those were the answers Let's see what his answer was to uh if he is gay are you gay honestly if you look at this situation and look at everything that i've been through in this of course yeah you say i would say yeah i am gay but honestly i'm i'm so confused i'm so lost and i'm just finding me and Uh-oh. this whole experience and all these problems are, are you know introducing me to myself through everything but what you know is um is he trying not to get drafted that's a very this is not my ta- no this is not monty tail okay? okay the wrong person my this bad is the dude who pranked to... him oh the dude that pranked him yeah this is the cat okay i'm about to say um you, you you're not trying you're trying not to get drafted no 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 Here, here's my thing though um you notice how in that chat room if you scroll up the next the last 50 lines <laughs> you get a bunch there's of no notes. there's no answer that was more than like three words at the most yeah yeah that you did have romantic feelings for another man yes um you know you've heard of recovering drug addicts it takes a lot of courage to stand and say that you know to recover from you know homosexuality and this type of thing not just that but coming back to your real life as hard of a task it is you know i'm gonna do all that i can to live right nah nigga ain't no recovering from that you gay man just be gay and be happy like you went and did a lot of shit man you mad famous now for one of the biggest catfishing of all time yes sir really at this point like it says a lot about society that even at this point at the lowest where people feel like this dude's a pure scumbag he's still afraid to be like and i'm gay (laughs) <laughs> like it's like but no 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 then people would really hate me so uh i'm not gay not yet give me a couple weeks you know like oh them dudes been hitting him up as soon as they see him they're yeah. like hey look any answer to are you gay that takes more than like yeah, fucking straight no a sentence uh that 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 is uh you know a couple of characters long 
hey, you probably you, you something you something dog you know what i mean i appreciate the honesty and all but come on man you know that you know that that question was very easy to answer and the answer was probably like yes or some shit He's like, oh, well, you know, I wouldn't say gay. I mean, I mean, everyone's happy. Uh, we all like, uh, unicorns and dancing. A lot of people like show tunes. That doesn't mean anything. Ah! It's like, dude, that's not the, we didn't ask you what the stereotypes of being gay are. Mm-hmm. We just asked you a straight, simple question. You the one that sat down and had this interview with Dr. Phil. You knew this question was coming. Hello. It's not time to start clamming up the shit, like coming up with all these. Nah, man. You, you, you probably had Matt Tantel, uh, you probably had him jack off on the phone with you. So. Of course. Y'all, you, you was gay, dog. You was, in, you fell in love with him. You said you fell in love with him. You, I don't know what the textbook definition is, but that's awfully close. You know, is if I was, if I was, uh, calling a gold tin on that one, you know, I, that's gold tin. Like hand is in the rim. All right, um, another, this is not Guess the Race, just another article of craziness. Uh, KKK robes in class spark controversy in Las Vegas. Teacher won't be punished. What? Did the teacher walk in with a robe? A teacher in Las Vegas, Nevada, who allows students to wear Ku Klux Klan robes in class for a U.S. history project will not be punished, the Las Vegas Sun reports. Was this a part of a play or a skit or some shit? Uh, the unnamed educator at Las Vegas Academy, a magnet school. Wait, an unnamed educator, Las Vegas. Dark hater. Ah! Dark hater trolled. Got, got them kids out there. He trolled his own students. I'm gonna ask him about this uh, on me Twitter. Me too. At Hater Rogers, I'm gonna send him this article, man. He done had these white kids dress up in KKK uniforms. And marched them out there. Yeah, an unnamed teacher. You know, he said he working again. Yes. He used to be a teacher. This all comes together. A magnet school. Controversy. A man. This is my conspiracy. A goddamn conspiracy. He did it. <laughs> a magnet high school specializing in the performing arts asked students to write a paper, perform a skit, or recite a first person narrative to demonstrate their knowledge of American history with the teacher's permission. I have a question. Would any black children in this class? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. With the permission. <laughs> They were like, they was like three white kids with KKK outfits walk in. They get whooped by all the black children. That's how this story. So I guarantee you, there was no black children in this class. Two juniors elected to dress in KKK robes and hoods, but things went awry when one of the students wore the costume outside the classroom. Yeah. Where a photograph was taken and posted online, the image quickly spread, and parents wrote letters of concern to the school. You know what's funny too is. And this is always is I think the lowering of standards for teachers has led to uh, an era where kids are like these people have bad judgment because they haven't been in a classroom. Yes. And they haven't been properly trained. And yes, not that good stuff. And we'll talk about it more in a second because I have another story about this. But uh, I feel like that's what's leading to them thinking shit like, well, I can have my kids dress in KKK uniforms and they'll follow the not just it's okay, but they'll follow the rules and stay in the class and within the parameters of the assignment. Mm. Like, I, no, these kids will not do that. They will be running around doing uh, Clayton Bigsby uh, impersonations. Because that's the shit kids do. Yeah, because they're yeah. fucking kids. They're not that's, grown-ups. That's right. You know, they walk wiggity-buggy, nigger. And how many kids you know literally follow instructions? Come yeah. on. Yeah. I don't, anyway. Uh, 
in a letter to the parents principal scott walker called the incident unfortunate while the presentation was designed to highlight the atrocities committed by the clan there was no intention to harm or offend on the part of the students it was in poor judgment and inappropriate for students to go to such lengths to convey their message we're deeply sorry for the offensive incident and appreciate your support and cooperation as we use these events as a teachable moment about cultural and historical understanding so basically the teacher's not at fault the school's not at fault don't sue us it was these kids that's what that statement off an assignment that the teacher gave right yeah. word word yeah. do you think these children would have just came to school dressed up with their speeches in their hands and shit yeah come on for extra credit bring a black woman to rape yeah i know i know right <laughs> you know put it put it like this and if you want to hey bring a noose right let's hang a nigga i mean that's what we like to do we like to be as authentic as, as possible, possible here at martin luther king school um Students, parents, and teachers stood behind the educator during a school board meeting last week, arguing that the teacher was merely doing his job as a U.S. history instructor. Well, let me ask you a question. I'm, I I don't know, you know, uh, the standards of Las Vegas and Nevada. Mm-hmm. You know, they got a book that has all the shit that you cover <laughs> and, 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 and and the syllabus of what needs to be covered. <laughs> And I'm just taking a guess. Nowhere in there does it say that your children should dress up as the KKK. I could see if this was a play. I could see if it was a presentation. I, I could see if you were really trying to make a point. Well, I just want to know what happens when they get to the Holocaust. Because, um, according to this, uh, the student has been counseled following the incident. Administrators are reviewing the school's internal procedures. LVA also sparked a controversy in 2011 when his theater students used the N-word during the production of Big River, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. So apparently Las Vegas, uh, they have a history at this school, Las Vegas Academy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, man, I just thought that yeah. story was pretty good. Guess the race of what no. children are not there. Right. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, next article. I thought this was beautiful. Uh, you know, people and their guns. Everything's about We're guns right now. A new front line in the gun debate, this time in Vermont. A firing range has told the local police department that its officers are not welcome there. Molly Line is live in Boston now on this story. What's going on here, Molly? Good morning. Good morning to you. Well, the chair of the Lamoille Valley Fish and Game Club up in Vermont says that this really goes back to being a constitutional issue, stemming from the Second Amendment, but also something to do with state law here. He believes the city of Burlington is trying to supersede state law as they work towards a ban on certain weapons within city limits. First, let's hear from the city council. Here's Norman Blay. In the absence of federal legislation or state law, we feel it is incumbent upon us as a city to take the measures that we feel are necessary to protect our citizens. Bob Bovin, the chair of the gun range, says the decision to no longer allow the Burlington City Police to train at the club won't stop the police from getting their training. They can just go somewhere else to get it, of course. But the move is meant to send a message to the city that the rights of the club members should not be trampled on. We have members in Burlington as well as members of our club that are going to be passing through Burlington, and this would directly affect them. And we felt that a prejudicial vote like that was going to be non-supportive of our club. And being non-supportive of our club makes it difficult to support Burlington City. 
Now, of course, caught in the middle of this is the Burlington Police Department. They released a statement saying it is unfortunate that this important and much needed community dialogue regarding gun control currently underway in the city of Burlington and across the nation has resulted in this action. Bill? So how can the city of Burlington enact a ban like this? How is that possible? Right. And and keep in mind, too, the Burlington City proposal of this ban uh, is actually far from being implemented. There are a lot of steps that have to happen. The uh, city voters oh. would get a say in 2014, and then the measure would actually... What's up? Oh, so they're just making their own rules up. Yeah, that, well, the city hasn't even enacted anything. They're discussing should they ban semi-automatic rifles within the city limits. And this gun range, people are like, oh, you talking about banning our guns? Well, we ban you from our gun range. Police. I don't expect their money to. Uh, I don't know. They require approval through the state legislature. It would have to go through the Vermont legislature. And then even if the law passes, as you mentioned, uh, it's pretty likely to face a constitutional challenge from gun rights advocates. So there are a lot of steps uh, that would have to be taken uh, for this to become legal, legal, if it even could. Bill? Wow. And here's the crazy thing about it, you know, not to take it back down, but yeah, this is because of the Newton Newtown shooting. You know what I mean? Like this shit is not because that girl got shot in Chicago. Mm. No, you know what I mean? This is like, this is Burlington, uh, somewhere where probably there's one murder a fucking decade. And they're like, we need to ban guns here. We care now because little white kids got shot. Like, all right. Uh, here's another overreaction to, uh, to some gun shit from white people who now suddenly give a fuck about guns. These articles are great. A five-year-old threatened with possible suspension after, while at school, he built a gun out of Lego. This happened at an after-school program. And his parents got a warning letter that their son, five, was using toys inappropriately. As Bill Shields shows us, the family thinks program officials are going a little bit too far. Five-year-old Joe Cruz loves his Legos. Today, he was making a dinosaur. It's the one with the long neck. But Joe can also... By the way, that dinosaur, worst dinosaur I've ever seen in my life. Ah! Sorry, son, but uh, you can step your Lego games up, okay? Your parents bought you way too many fucking Legos for you to be putting out that type of shit, all right? By your age, I was building spaceships, taking those shits to the moon. Make a toy gun out of Legos. He did it for us. So that's what you made in school? But when he made one of these at his after-school program at West Hyannis Elementary, the teacher sent him home with a letter threatening the five-year-old with a two-week suspension. It was absurd. I couldn't believe that they were they were going to kick my son out of daycare for two weeks over a little toy gun. I mean, it, was, it wasn't even a gun. It was a Lego. According to school... First of all, that's actually n- not a good excuse to be like well it wasn't even a gun it's like right that's what they're trying to stop him from doing so that's not really on your side of the argument that's actually on their side mm-hmm. yeah well he wasn't even at a gun yet now i can see if he was up there killing kids and yes okay didn't write him a letter officials joe made the lego gun then began chasing other kids with it while making shooting sounds even a lego gun, even a lego gun okay pointing a gun yeah. and making making shooting songs can be uncomfortable to some a five-year-old and it goes back to they have to get to the point where schools have to be zero tolerance and to an extent society's kind of made schools be accountable for everything for your child so 
they're like, hey, we can't have you doing this because we don't want you scaring other children, frightening other that, children. And shit but like here's that. what's crazy. This is all an overreaction from that fucking spree killing. Yes, it is. Now, I'm not this is not, with you. Yeah, yes. yeah. This is not going to stop anyone Mm-mm. who's crazy enough to come into school and kill some kids. It's not going to stop them. This is not the problem. You know, it's not even a symptom of the problem. You know, it's just somebody, people are so uptight because they care now, right? Meanwhile, we literally have people killing each other in the streets and nobody's stopping anything. It's just fucking crazy. And it's not respectful. And if you're told to stop it, the student should should adhere to that. But he's five. The family says they're fully aware of the tragic events nationwide in recent years, but that school officials are overreacting to a five-year-old using his imagination. How can a five-year-old be expected to conform his behavior to that of an adult? You can't. Yeah, it bothers me that he can't go to school and be a kid. We spoke to a child psychologist today who said he understood both sides of this issue, but in this politically charged climate, the rules are changing almost daily for families and teachers. Yeah, but it's impossible to hold a child a child at five years old to that standard. Yeah. Insanity. Insanity. Um, all right, let's get to some guest race. I'm actually gonna cover this shit with this teacher on Sunday. Okay. Um <laughs> um th- all right, this uh this is a first article. Uh apparently some people tried to steal a car and they had to leave the car. Oh, shit. Uh, they didn't plan for everything. Only on Fox tonight, a sporty-looking <laughs> Corvette caught the eye of two thieves, but when they tried carjacking the ride, they discovered they couldn't drive a stick shift. Valerie <gasps> Boy joins us live in the studio. Isn't that, isn't that just like life? Yep, because I can't drive them bitches either. Yeah, like that. Dude, isn't that, shouldn't you look in to see that before you hop your ass in? We cased the house for seven days, but we were fooled by the fact that we can't drive and shift at the same time. With the story you'll see only on Fox, Valerie, not the brightest crooks out there, huh? <laughs> not at all, Luann. In fact, the victim didn't want to text his wife while driving, so he pulled over into a parking lot to contact her, and that's when he says two thieves tried taking his Corvette. Were there many people around? There was nobody around. It was just after 11 o'clock at night when Randolph Bean was waiting for his wife to get out of work. That's when two men took him by surprise while he was inside his bright yellow Corvette. It was parked outside Orlando Regional Medical Center. So you're sitting in here, and then the guy came up to you. From back this way, so barely caught him in the mirror, but out of your field of vision. According to the police report, one of the men had a gun. He, uh... Oh, wait, this happened in Orlando, Florida? Oh, Florida. Florida. I hope they didn't think a car that shiny and pretty and fast was going to be manual. Yeah, I was was always shift. He's like, look, I was just sitting here minding my own business, dealing with a midlife crisis and my small penis compensating for it in my car. And then these two people walk up. Started yanking on the door and made me open the door. He kind of flung it open and drug me out and demanded that I get on the ground. Damn, this is the best advertiser for driving stick shift ever. Ah! As the article reloads in the middle of plan, let me see if I can uh, get back to where we were. Only on Fox tonight, a sporty-looking Corvette. It was parked outside Orlando Regional. On the ground. There we go. 
So it made you lay on the ground? Yes, face down, of course. 51-year-old Randolph says one of the thieves pointed a semi-automatic at him while asking him how to use the car. They apparently couldn't <gasps> start it. and uh, I like that. Oh, they didn't know. How, now, I know how to start it at least. I like that they need instructions, though. It's like, motherfucker, get on the ground before you run your shit. I kill you, motherfucker. Ah. Uh, hey, hold up, hold, hold up, up, dog, hold you, you, up. But, uh, wait, wait, wait a minute. You gotta use both feet. You, yeah. Uh, uh, wait, wait a minute. You got. How you start this, you, man? Wait a minute. You, it just don't work by the brakes. Yeah. How you, how you start this shit, motherfucker? I know that shit sounds. Do I funny. hold down on the clutch and the gas at the same time, motherfucker? While turning the key, motherfucker, huh? I, I didn't, I didn't know either. Don't, don't feel bad. Don't look at me. Yeah, my. <laughs> Am I flooding the engine? Do I gotta wait ten minutes for the engine, for the gas to come out the engine, or what, motherfucker? Huh? Mm. Tell me, like they gonna try to drive off and be like, "Hey man, how you get up this hill, motherfucker? I'm supposed to be shifting or not? Am I supposed to be in second gear, third gear? Yeah, neutral. Help me out. I kill you, motherfucker. You better tell I me now. Why did your car? You eyeballing me? You have to push in the clutch because it's a standard transmission. Reports state the suspects finally gave up and ran away, leaving Randolph on the ground. Police tried searching for the men, but they took off. My first thought was, I guess we don't have driver's ed in school anymore because no one knows how to drive a stick. And my second... What a smug thing to say. <laughs> they, they don't teach shift in driver's ed. Like, unless yeah. your parents or somebody outside, school buses don't even shift no more. Nothing shifts thing was well don't shoot me because you can't start the car i'm trying to help you out here you know thankfully they didn't even though they left his cool corvette they got away with my phone they got my keys um they got my wallet and it was a shame because the wallet was real special it was something that my wife had made for me randolph has a message for the armed hot rods who tried taking off with his fast ride guys you know turn your life around you guys have got everything going for you and, and thank you for not taking my life over something as silly as a car. And Randolph says the suspects were handsome young men who did not look like thieves. He plans to give police more information about the crime. Oh, so they must have been white. All right, man, guess the race of uh, the guy who got robbed. Not the criminals, but the dude who actually got robbed. Uh, aye, 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 those some sports car bandito. No, nigga, the, the person who got robbed. Nicest white man ever. Shit, my high school didn't even have drivers. Okay, Greg, that's not a guess. It was a special wallet. It was one of those bad motherfuckers wallets for Pulp Fiction. It's <laughs> also not a guess, though. Uh, white as a history class, Big Daddy White. White, can it, because it wasn't sitting on 22s. Guess, nice car driver, white. Whiter than a cracker with vitiligo. Michael Knight. <laughs> one whose MasterCard was, was passed down from slavery, Mr. Rogers. Aww. I uh, didn't hear it, but I will say Milky Way White, DC superhero Jason Statham, whiter than mayo. They thought the car ran on cheese or white and Parmesan. Correct that says white guys. Yeah, and uh, I, I, and I still, I mean, we might, you might get whiplash. I get your ass there, but no, I didn't know how to drive a shift. A uh, stick, for, you mean? Um, yeah, a stick. I called it a shift, but yeah, mm -hmm. a, a stick. For years, my aunt sent me at one time, time I started a car up, and I looked at that shit like, what you mean, start your car up? Yeah. Well, There's two things over here. What you mean I gotta use both feet? Fuck this. I gotta think too? Hell no. Another Guess the Race article. This time from uh, Oklahoma, getting out of Florida for a little bit. Thank goodness. They were, uh, they were making it look bad for everybody over there. Um, let me wait for this shit to load. Give me one second. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I just like the idea that they asked them for help. 
Oh boy, one Oklahoma man's trip to McDonald's on his birthday landed him in jail. Uh -huh. Channel 4's Jolene Cheney took her mobile newsroom. To what was up with that dude's voice? Oh, one man ended up in jail. Check your shade for this unusual story. She joins us with details. What happened? Well, Linda, police say the 28-year-old was in the drive-thru belligerent and cursing at the employees because he thought his order was simply taking too long. Well, that order turned into a scuffle with police and the birthday celebration ended with the birthday boy Baby, this is being low. tased. It's kind of like a merry-go-round. The drive-thru lines at fast food restaurants. But when the ride stops, well, some people can get pretty bent out of shape, according to police. It was the night of 28-year-old Larry James Crawford's birthday, and he pulled into this McDonald's after a day of celebrating. But Apparently he didn't get his food fast enough. I guess they were still working on his order, but it wasn't fast enough for him, so uh, so he was yelling obscenities. Police say Crawford... It was Larry James Crawford's birthday, and he ended it by going to McDonald's? Nigga, that's a loss. What? <laughs> that's not a good... It's a terrible birthday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Did you get one of those paper crown hats? Mm -hmm. Did Ronald McDonald and the gang come out and wish you had a birthday? Yeah, would you go to the play pen? You're fucking 28. Man. He got out of the vehicle and started yelling something. at McDonald's employees. He's in jail now, but his mother has a different view of that night. I guess you can't even go have a designated driver and go out and have some beer and play some pool on your 28th birthday. Motherfucker. He was showing his ass and cussing the employees out. And you know why? Because he got an enabling ass mom like that. Well, I guess it's getting to the point where you can't even drink a beer and just Nothing. go out and he, have a so, good time. So him, he has the right to be drunk, but him going in there, cussing folks out. Trying to fight him. Yeah, trying to fight him. Nothing, he's not accountable for none of the, none of the, none of the yeah. actions. Okay. That's probably why he still live with your ass. Right Ain't there. that the truth? Police say an officer drove by and noticed Crawford cursing, and when the officer approached him... The subject made the statement that he was going to fight and we better bring an army. That officer called for backup. The subject refused the officer's commands and actually resisted the, the, the efforts of the officers to have them step out of the vehicle and grab the seat belt and actually punched one of the officers in the chest. Officers say they had to tase Crawford and finally dragged him out of the vehicle. After a brief struggle in the parking lot, they took him into custody. A move his mother says could seriously affect her son because he already suffers from seizures. And I'm afraid for his life. I just want, I don't care if they want to put him in the pen, but I do want his life. And I do want him to come out of there intact. Well, Crawford's mother. Wow, that sounds like, that sounds like a mother who's had no type of responsibility. It was no discipline. It was you do whatever you want to do, and I'm just fine with that. But oh, low that's not realistic. Oh, low expectation ass mom. Yes. Oh, low expect. I just want to lie. How about you tell this motherfucker stop acting? He's 28. Ain't that the truth? Anyway, he'll take cheese on his fries, says Dexter. I'm gonna say privileged monkey, white man. A I hate you, mom, says Popson. Only niggers would get a birthday Big Mac black, says Danny. As white as Wayne Brady, a cricket who tans under the moon. Oh, <laughs> a fillet of fish belly. <laughs> <laughs> what race is that? Be white, white fish belly is white. V rabbits cousins trailer park white Barry Switzer. The correct answer is white. It was a white dude. 
you could tell because he only got tased although i did think the enabling mom might throw people for a loop because that's typically a black stereotype but i'm glad that uh you guys were high-minded enough to uh to, to be above that um this is not guess the race although i could person claiming to be a pastor leaves a waiter a oh, wait hold on let me click get this off of my screen all right there we go leaves a waiter a note saying i give god 10 percent. why you get 18 oh shit you serious mm-hmm. and they scratched out where it says tip 18 percent put zero for additional tip and then wrote $34.93 pastor such and such a person wow. claiming to be a pastor apparently tried to stiff a waiter on the tip explaining that their work for God absolved them of leaving one a photo of the receipt see that's the thing I that don't mean I believe in God and that definitely doesn't mean you're not supposed to tip me just because you're religious. How you, I know people, it's so. You be, still perform the service. People be making God co-sign anything. Uh, a photo of the receipt posted on reddit.com shows a bill of $34.93 that included an automatic, uh, automatic 18% gratuity, $6.29. Yeah, probably because the group was barged in with six or eight. Yeah, and if your is. fucking congregation your, can't afford to give you the $6 extra so you can tip when the pastor goes out, then maybe you don't deserve to be driving that green Benz with all their money. Ah! Above a blank space for additional tip. Uh, I gave, I give God 10% the Donna wrote on the receipt, scratching out the automatic, automatic tip. Why do you get 18? The person who wrote pastor above their signature and the emphatic O where the additional tip might be. Um, you know what's funny about that too is, uh, if I was, um, <laughs> If, like if if i was an asshole who did wasn't gonna tip this is a good way to troll somebody where you just write this this they're just like i'm gonna get myself on twitter or reddit by writing some bullshit oh. like there was one last week or someone be like single mom can't sorry can't afford to tip or something it's like these do these people want to be on social media? Do they yeah, want to go viral? So you should have went over there to McDonald's with a drunk dude. The Reddit user who submitted the image explained in the comment section that the receipt was from a part of a total bill of over two hundred dollars for a t- party of twenty. Yes, they're going to charge you gratuity, which is why the gratuity was automatically added. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, motherfucker, you should just be happy that they split that bill for you because yeah a lot of places don't, don't do that they got you one big really, I ain't nobody leaving to this shit is paid and not to mention you agree when it's in the menu and you order from a place and they got it posted lots of times they yeah, got it posted it's right in the there. menu lots of times they have it posted when you walk in they had that shit posted especially if they're one that uh, some restaurants don't have that policy and they just kind of enact it whenever they feel like it yeah. but some restaurants like this is literally their policy it's a it's a way to protect your your actual waiters from not getting stiff because you know how many large parties come in there everybody assume everybody's gonna give yeah. a tip and, and you're, the not night. to mention your service quality will go down a bit because you're dealing with more people at once it's just yes. it is impossible to really get the same level of service you would give like a two top to 20 people it's just you know unless you're gonna have like 40 uh i mean unless you're gonna have like five or six waiters working one table it's just not gonna happen um Anyway, uh, the parties up to eight may tip whatever they like, but large parties receive an automatic gratuity, the server wrote. It's in the computer. It's not something I do. The server added, they had no problem with my service and told me I was great. They just didn't want to pay when the time came. Yes, the race. Uh, no, I don't know what the race is, but I'm just saying. Oh, I'm about to say. Come on. 
scribbling notes on receipts uh has become something of a trend earlier this month the manager of north carolina red robin surprised an overdue pregnant woman by compa- by comping her meal isn't that nice uh but anyway fuck that part of the story i just think that the other dude's an asshole by the way update to this article the waitress who posted this got fired wow yeah mm-hmm. she posted a receipt um complaining about an automatic yeah, yeah. Of, the, of the pastor uh Applebee's. she was fired on wednesday from applebee's so i won't be eating there anymore uh chelsea welch the waitress wrote in an email on yahoo knows that the pastor who has since been identified as alois bell hold up maybe we do guess the race hold up yeah because you represent that company so that company's like hey yeah you can't be out here tweeting shit out about our customers. oh it's a yeah. woman too oh my goodness mm. and she got a jerry girl well you don't need to guess the race i said jerry girl it's a black woman y'all wow what an ass face jesus well that is a real see you next tuesday if you know what i mean and i think you do and yeah 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 fuck that man that's that what an asshole move man speaking of pastors now we're back to guess the race uh brazil Oh, wait, never mind. It's in Brazil. No guess the race. Religion is a virus. The world is quickly finding out the damage and crimes at the Vatican and its little harlots. This is not a, a not an unvised article here, by the way. This is from VaticanCrimes.us. All other religions have calls worldwide just when you think you had heard it all. Another malicious and alarming crime committed by a criminal priest, nun, minister, or pastor services. This one to be one of the most shocking yet. Uh-oh. An evangelical pastor managed to abuse victims after convincing them that his penis contained holy milk. Holy milk. So that's what nut is now, milk. <laughs> I know you drink it. You know, I know folks that does your body good and you know, good for your hair and give you good faces and shit like that. But mm. the the criminal Valdici Sobrini Picano of Brazil, he's a Brazilian evangelical pastor who has been arrested after deceiving the faithful using the name of the Holy Spirit by by using these foolish lies. This criminal pastor claimed that the Holy Spirit would secrete from his penis in the form of sacred milk. <laughs> Keep jerking. You want to be saved, don't you? Now let me save you all over your face. Yeah, girl. Drink all that milk. Drink it all. Don't up. you want the spirit in you? And on you, girl. Yeah. Now rub the rub the spirit Praise of the milk. Praise the them. Lord. Praise him. Rub the spirit of the holy milk on them titties. Yes. <laughs> Squeeze them together real nice and tight for me. Make it nasty. This pastor said that his penis was blessed and that the Lord had consecrated him with divine milk of the Holy Spirit. And of course, he had to release it in order to evangelize. So this is made, this is way of preaching. <laughs> Let me release some milk on you, girl. You need to, some people lay hands. I lay, I lay that holy milk, girl. Um, I lay my penis. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, he has convinced us that the only God could come into our lives through our mouth. And that's why he did what he did. So in addition, you had to suck his dick. That was the only like hand jobs was the Lord. Don't, the Lord don't like hand jobs. You know, he says a, a idle hand is a devil's workshop, but an idle mouth. Mm, that's different. 
Out of mouth, mouth is the devil's workshop. <laughs> a full mouth is well fed. Now yes, suck on my yes. dick. Suck on my holy dick. I know you're telling that out of girl. Bring it over yeah. here. Let's put it to work. Often after worship, Pastor Valdici would take us to where the funds were kept in the back of the church and ask us to have oral sex with him until the Holy Spirit would come through ejaculation. That's the testimony of one of his victims. I like what he's like. You know, he's probably making it rain with all their money and shit, too. Making it rain with his sperm. And, yeah, and the holy milk. This pastor is, I wonder if uh, you think uh, Robin's ever been like, holy milk, Batman. <laughs> this pastor is already in jail where he said he, when they arrested him, wait, where he said when they arrested him that he intends to continue watering his cellmates with his sacred milk. Wow. Well, I hope this is. My man Wall Street sent us uh, sent this this from the all balls on Dallas. Guess the race? No, hell no. He's Brazilian. It's, I don't even know what the fuck to say about that. Oh, okay. What kind of race? It, Brazilian. There you go. Y'all won. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We got some real guess the race coming up later. Some of these are a little too fucking obvious on the nose, if you will. Uh, we do got to talk about sword ratchetness. Two people were jailed Sunday after a man allegedly brandished a sword and threatened his girlfriend. Oh. Cherokee County Sheriff's deputies were dispatched to East Allen Road to investigate a domestic disturbance. Taliqua police officers had initially been on the scene but learned the home was outside the city limits. Before the deputies arrived, Taliqua officers began talking with those involved in the disturbance and had detained the man as a safety precaution. Deputies say 32-year-old Linda Faye Watson of Taliqua claimed that she was awakened by her boyfriend, 37-year-old Jeffrey Allen Thompson of Tanakawa. Okay. Uh, Watson said Thompson was holding a sword to her throat and threatening to harm her. It's always the one she loved, you know. Uh, she said Thompson might have been intoxicated at the time. Thompson told police he wanted to get intimate with Watson, but she turned him down. They started oh. to argue. And once, <laughs> hey, Hey, I want some sex. No. Where's my sword? It's like, hey, what is this? Spartacus? Bitch, motherfucker, calm down. <laughs> Can't wait till tomorrow or something. Get me in the mood first. I'm trying to tell you. You're like, fuck that. That's some crazy S&M. You thought the S and S&M stood for sword? Yes. <laughs> sword and masochism. Come here. Uh, Thompson became angry, grabbed a sword. Sword and, and slice. <laughs> That's S&S, &S, Karen. What S&S? &S? <laughs> what? What is going on back there? Grab the sword and began to swing it around <laughs> before stabbing the weapon into the floor. When Watson called, to, uh, well, at least somebody got penetrated that night, you know. When Watson went to the call of police, Thompson hit the, hit the sword under the mattress of a five-year-old child. Oh, that poor baby. This is the kind of decision-making that sword owners have. Okay. Oh, that poor child. As deputies were at the resident investigating, they noticed a glass smoking pipe on the headboard of the bed and asked Watson if she had anything they needed to know about. Watson later told them she had the pipe. Deputies said they also found pieces of cut straws in a container of six clear plastic baggies of white residue. On that Krizak, Swords and Crack. Uh, the new Dungeon and Dragon. Uh, DLC. Swords and Crack. Yeah, Swords and Crack. New DLC for Skyrim coming soon. Uh, Thompson was arrested on charges of assault and battery with a deadly weapon while Watson was booked for an outstanding warrant and possession of drug paraphernalia. According to court records, Watson was charged with failure to ne or neglect to compel a child to attend school last November. The five-year-old child who was at home Sunday was taken into custody by a family member, according to deputies. 
fucking sword people are we playing guess the race? no there's no, no guess the race on that karen you saw there wasn't no picture oh i didn't see one i was wondering here's a guess the race well yeah i that, told you that, i had more coming. that one is a guess the race now y'all ready get your guessing hats on an edgewood man who allegedly bars into his life into his girlfriend's home in towson and used a sword hmm. in an attack on the woman's husband that's right. Barged into his girlfriend's home and attacked her hu- her husband. Okay, I want to be sure I understood this. Mm-hmm. So the jump off jumped off and jumped bad. Uh, he turned turned himself into the police last week, according to a police report. David Edward Bryant, aka Bubba, guess the race, went to his girlfriend's apartment to continue an argument. At around 9.15 p.m. on Saturday, January 19th. When he arrived at her home in Towson, police said Bryant found the woman's husband there. According to a report, Bryant, 38, forced his way into the apartment and allegedly beat the husband. Shit. Got beat up by the jump off. During the fight, police said Bryant used a sword on display at the apartment. See, that's the thing. These sword owners often are attacked with the swords they own. Yes. You know, it's worse than guns. Uh, displayed the apartment to attempt to stab and cut the husband. The husband, 30. Damn, we got beat up by a 38 year old. He was only 30. That's that old man strength. You know what's so, sir. He was taken to St. Joseph and treated for minor injuries, police said. Bryant fled to the area, police said, and a warrant was issued for his arrest. Uh, Kathy Batonis, police spokeswoman, said a warrant was served Friday, January 25th, and Bryant turned himself in at the police station. He's wanted for first-degree assault, first-degree burglary, destruction of property, and being held on $150,000 bail. Guess the race, chat room. What a sword. Man, that's a crazy sword story. How dare you be in here with your husband? Don't you know I'm your boyfriend? I kill you. I'm more important. Gene Gray says Asian. Going with the old Asian. American Ninja. So that's a white man. A good man that just doesn't want to hear loud music. Pecker Wood Honky. One who doesn't eat chicken if it doesn't have a bone. Ah! Michael Madsen from Kill Bill. Same color as Holy Milk. Nigeria would have ran. A a nigger would have ran. I think is what he meant to say. A fat bald nigger who who plays drums for the church. Melanin deficient O'Fay. Black hand sword welder. Bubba Gump Black. One who drinks rolling rock beer while dipping nacho cheese. Big bad boss man, Gouda Gobbler. Correct answer is black. Mm-hmm. He was black, y'all. Oh yeah, y'all didn't see that coming. A black man, all that ratchet with a sword, and his name was Bubba. I was like, damn, dog. I ain't heard of Black Bubba since like the Cosby Show or some shit. <laughs> I think that was his name. Oh no, that was Bud. I've never heard of a Black Bubba. <laughs> Bubble from Farms Gump. That's the last one I think I've heard of. Uh oh yeah, I guess we'll run down this real quick. San Francisco 49er corner Chris Culliver was interviewed by Artie Lang, uh formerly of the Howard Stern show, so you know what type of interview that was. About gays in the NFL. He sounded less than enlightened. He said, I don't do the gay guys, man. I don't, don't do that. Do you either. I don't do that. No, we don't got no gay people on the team. They got to get up out of here if they do. Can't be with this. How the do you know that they not gay? You just, you just making that assumption. 
I'm assuming he's making an assumption that nobody in his locker room is gay. I don't know. Okay. He continued about whether he could play with such a player. He said, can't be with that sweet stuff. Nah. Can't be in the locker room, man. Nah. You know, because sometimes you got to grain tackle a man in tight spandex with just a strap between your butt cheeks yeah, and pile on top of them you know, while why, why, squirming all over them, riled up to try to find uh, a ball at the slippery ball that just keeps escaping you at the bottom of a pile. Yeah. Nothing gay about that at all. Oh, no, nothing gay about squatting in front of a man and having him reach between your legs, ride your scrotum while you put the ball in the quarterback's hand. Nothing gay about that, right? Right. Okay. When asked if a player, if players should be forced to keep their homosexuality secret, he said, yeah, come out 10 years later after that. So, yeah, you kept it, we kept it real. So, you gotta appreciate a man that just will keep it real about his homophobia, put it out there. 49ers already, uh, admonished him. He's already apologized. Um, and, of course, uh, they been saying that dumb shit. Yeah. And that's why, uh, K-Bad and, uh, and, and, and Bob was, was right and Tone was wrong. I'm sorry, Tone. Um, <laughs> Oh, my asshole. All right, um, let's do some more. <laughs> Back to some more guest to race, man. Um, a Minnesota man, Stephen Roger Johnson, accused of dismembering his wife with a saw. With a saw? You talking about like a vroom vroom saw? Yep. A Minneapolis man, Minnesota. Shout out to B. Cole. A Minnesota man was charged Wednesday with shooting his wife after an argument, sawing her body into pieces and hiding her remains in plastic bins in a friend's garage. Oh, shit. I hope the friend didn't know about this. Worst friend ever. Yes. Could you imagine you going out there? You're like, why is there body parts in my fridge? Hey, man, can I borrow your garage for a minute? Sure, man. What do you got to do? Nothing. Stephen Roger Johnson, 34, of St. Paul, was charged with second-degree murder in the death of his wife, Manya Joel Johnson, 32. According to a criminal complaint, Johnson admitted that he killed his wife on Sunday after she told him she was leaving and taking the couple's 18-month-old son with her. Mm. Well, I guess mm. over over mm. her dead body. And she must have said that, and he was like, well, I can appease, my lady. Police said the couple's child was in the home at the time of the slaying. Oh, well, he's 18 months. What can he remember? Can't calm down. You can still fuck in front of him at 18 months. Johnson allegedly told police that he had been this is drinking. We don't have children, people. This is why we don't have children. Johnson allegedly told police he had been drinking when he shot his wife in the head and used a saw to dismember her body in the shower. He placed her in several plastic. I like how it starts Shit. with. I like how all these stories start. Well, I had a couple of drinks. Motherfucker, we've always had. Everyone's had a couple of drinks. Okay. Everybody hasn't dismembered their wife in the middle of the night in the bathtub. That took a little bit of careful planning and thinking, sir. You didn't come up with that that night. Did did he come up with the how to how to chop your woman how to chop your wife's body? Did he Google that? Yeah, maybe. She was mad at cause she came home and he had bought seventy five plastic bins. She was like, What is up? <laughs> he was like, Nothing, don't worry about it, bitch. Uh next thing you know, they go they're gonna flag me and ask for my, you know, social security number next time I get, you know, over forty five garbage bags. Right. Right. Um, uh, so he used a saw to dismember her body in the shower. Uh, he placed her in several plastic bins. Johnson said he then cleaned up his house to hide any evidence and took the bins to his friend's garage in the St. Paul suburb of White Bear Lake. The friend didn't know what had happened until Johnson told him later and the, the friend called authorities. Hell yes. I'm not going to be, uh, you, I'm not going to jail for you. 
Yeah. Hey, man, what's up with all these stinking boxes? Yes. With the flies on them that you keep putting and all that blood. No, uh, boxes smell like death back here. Oh, man. Funny story, dog. You know how I do. I was drinking a couple at home. You know how it goes, fellas. Um, and, uh, had a couple too many. And the old bone chain was, uh, you know, nagging me about leaving me because you know, i'm crazy you know and, it's in uh, minnesota it stayed cold as fuck up there so i i guarantee you she probably stayed frozen yeah she probably didn't even stink that's true mm-hmm. that's a good point um johnson was in custody wednesday and unavailable for comment he was initially assigned a public defender and a message left at his office was not returned his bail was set at two million dollars uh ramsey county attorney john Choi called the dismemberment an elaborate scheme to try to cover this up and he said he was grateful johnson's friend came forward it's very horrifying it shocks the conscience of our community uh, according to the charges st paul police went to johnson's home monday to check on maya johnson he glad he came forward shit he better had us he'd have been charged too oh yeah i'm not especially unknowingly i'm not gonna be your fucking accomplice because you because i let you borrow my fucking lawnmower or some shit fuck you when officers arrived, they were told that White Bear Lake police had received a call from Johnson's friend who reported that Johnson told them, told him that Mayan Johnson was dead and her body was in his garage. Hell yes, I'd have been calling too. While St. Paul police were at Johnson's home, he showed up with one of his wife's coworkers. They told police they were looking for Mania, Mania, and Johnson said he left his job to look for his wife after getting a text message saying she hadn't shown up for work. Mania's co-worker and Johnson told police they found her car at a park in the ride lot. So he must have went out and hid the car somewhere. As the officers were talking with Johnson, an agent with the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension called the officer and said authorities have found a dismembered body. Johnson was then arrested. (laughs) Dumbass. Yes. (laughs) No, I'm I'm out here helping look like y'all. I just took off of work. Uh, As you told your friend who, of course, if he got sense, you're going to call. What are these cuffs for? Uh, the tragedy about, he's like, we need to be out here looking for the real killers. They must, they must have killed Nicole Simpson too. <laughs> the tragedy about all of this is that there's also an 18 month involved. Well, that's actually the good news is that the 18 month won't have to be raised by this crazy motherfucker. And like you said, it was a younger child. So it's not like you got a child that could remember the incident. I mean, he basically yeah. shot her in the head and chopped her up in front of the child. And that child was Dexter. Um, Hi, guess the ma- race. That makes sense. Guess the race of, uh, this killing motherfucker, Steve Rogers Johnson. Wow, what a crazy fuck. Um, oh man, everybody's guessing. Uh, Snow White and the Seven Body Bags. This is why Dexter Morgan doesn't live in Minnesota White. The White Prince with the slashing hit, Bloody Rain. Started for the T Wolves White. These Chris Brown fans are escalating white though. Jimmy Jam and or Terry Lewis, the only race that doesn't get locked up in the first 48. <laughs> Norman Bates, psycho, white, like Yellow Wolf. John Wayne Gacy Jr., he admitted it, white. I would not be surprised if he was white. X Games, he died doing what he loved, white or black. Aww. Saltine Cracker, Michael Jackson, the later years. Charles Manson, white. Correct answer is white. It was a white man. What a stereotypical crime. Like, chill is somewhere like, see, I told you, motherfuckers. Ah, you know she is. I was right. Owen. Cuss this out. Yeah, Owen, this is exactly what Owen's into. Um. Ah! <laughs> oh, alright. That sound like her too. Next guest to race. Um. 
Burlington, North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. Oh, close to home. Police in North Carolina, in Burlington say a deaf man was stabbed several times after his sign language was mistaken for gang signs by another man. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? Oh, shit. Oh, man. He was doing sign language. It was like, what set you clean, cuz? And he literally I, can't hear him. So he basically was yeah. signing at him and he was like, huh? Nigga, there ain't no set I ever seen. <laughs> what, what you doing with that, with that CNI dog? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what you doing with that white cane? Did yeah. you do beat me with it? What, yeah. what, that's, that's your game? Like they was fucking with blind people and everybody with disabilities. <laughs> oh, you gonna roll up on my set in a chair, motherfucker, with some wheels? Stand up. <laughs> no, you can walk. Yeah. You gonna tell me where your mama stay, where your grandmama stay, or, or where your daddy stay? <laughs> yes, you are. Sergeant Mark Yancey said 45 year old Terrence Irvin Daniels was using sign language with another, with another deaf man. <laughs> so it was two deaf dudes. Oh, so, uh, so he walking up on two people that can't hear him. That's why I look like a gang. Uh, mm-hmm. Give me a G. Give me a ang. If you can't hang, you got to get out the gang. A third, <laughs> old cheer. a third person saw them, thought they were flashing gang signs and stabbed Daniel several times with a kitchen knife. A neighbor saw the victim and called the emergency personnel. Daniel's in a stable condition. Thank goodness. Police arrested 20, and you know, he couldn't even hear him coming. So I was like, no. Hey, motherfucker, you trying to ignore me? I said, what fucking gang, nigga? Oh, you just gonna I'm, keep I'm throwing them you. signs. You just gonna keep throwing them signs because I'm standing behind you. Can't, you, you gonna you, act like you can't hear what? me? Are, 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 are you that nigga? You that nigga looking for Shireen? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care who you looking for, cub. I don't care. Can't you hear me? Uh, then, uh, later on, the deaf man got in the car, drank some alcohol, went on drive by. Went to McDonald's, cussed folks out. Uh, Dales is in stable condition. Okay, so police arrested 22-year-old Robert Jarrell Neal and charged him with assault with a deadly weapon with intent to kill, inflicting serious injury, um, and felony assault on a handicapped person. Ooh, that that last one sounds like that's a lot of time. Oh, yes. He's in the Alamance County Jail on $500,000 bond. It's not known if Neal has an attorney. Guess the race. Guess the race. Let's see. One who thinks Steve Harvey suits are high fashion, American gangster. Walk a flock of black is Kendrick's ah! mama van. CJ from Grand Theft San Andreas. Ignorant ass niggers shaking my head. Chain game working, back of the bus sitting, jigaboo dancing, grit eating, welfare recipient ass nigga. Black, damn, 500k bond. That Negro isn't getting out. <laughs> <laughs> One that says what that mouth do. This some ignorant coon shit. Eggplant, a confused crypt, tar baby, negroids, light eating, black hole. Correct answer is a black man. He looked black to me, Karen. What do you, can I get a ruling on that, Karen? Is this black enough for you? Oh, yeah, that's a brother. Yeah, he, he looked pretty black. Yeah, he part of Light Skin Coalition. That's a brother. Frequent political office seeker Richard J. Corn was arrested Monday for dealing in child pornography and sexual exploitation of children. Corn, 62, of Hawkinson, was charged with 25 counts of dealing in child pornography following a month-long investigation by Newcastle County Police. 
The investigation began December 13th when officers were called to Corn's home to investigate an incident involving possible child pornography. Officers returned with the warrant to search the home Friday and seize computers and other digital evidence related to the investigation. A tan medallion tower material, uh, a tan median tower computer and laptop hard drive found in the first floor office area of the home were seized. A computer, the computer had more than 25 images of child porn. At least one of them depicted a nude adult woman lying underneath a pubescent female engaged in sex acts. Oh. <gasps> Corn was repeatedly sought public. Uh, he's repeatedly sought public office in Delaware, including Newcastle County executive. Well, you know, it just sounds like a, not to get too conspiracy, but it just sounds like a setup. Sounds like his opponents finally got scared and uh, set him up. to be You a did child not go Michael. win. He did not win those races and he never will again. Mm-hmm. Corn also has filed several lawsuits race to the prison, though. Mm-hmm. Cohen also has filed several lawsuits, including one against State Auditor R. Thomas Wagner Jr., probably the man who set him up. Cohen claimed Wagner was violating state law that requires the auditor review school district budgets annually and has been doing so since changing the audit procedure in 2002. The initial suit was dismissed in 2011. Corn was being held at a young correctional institution. <laughs> I, hope it's, I hope it's not a correctional institution for the young because he might like to be in there. <laughs> Yes. He probably like, was happy. When y'all they, taking me? Are they, are they under 18? Everybody? Right. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're going to take you to Young Correctional Institution. Rubbing his hands. Well, I do declare. Well, let's get this party it's started. started. It's like, no, man. It's, it's named after James Young. The it's, it's really a prison with a bunch of big ass dudes. No. Oh, no, I don't want to go there. <laughs> That's the only reason I did this crime. I reported myself. <laughs> ah. He's on $750,000 bond. Um, Guess the race. Sounds like uh, he wanted some people getting his cornhole. Uh, the Notre Dame priest who laid hands on Manti before the, the title game. An aspiring Catholic priest. Old Chris Birdman Anderson Wigger. Uh, Holy Skeet ah. White. The same color as a child that has two coon-ass albino parents. Saltine. Vatican White. Uh, I don't think Alvin. Is albinism even genetic? I don't, I don't know how know. that works. I think you might be wrong. Uh, ch- cheese smoker, cornball cheddar. The correct answer is a white man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wh- oh, white folks. And so I put Jerry Sandusky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dog. They be raping kids. All right. La- <laughs> that was not me this time, people. That was not me. Oh, man. Um, Mankato. A Mankato woman has been charged with assault for arranging the beating of her husband by two men welding baseball bats, authorities say. So that's what uh, Tretch and Vinny up to. Ashley ah! Alexandra Stillwell, 24, has been charged with second-degree assault with a dangerous weapon. Authorities say she left the house after an argument with her husband and returned with two men and bats who proceeded to beat and strike him several times, including several times in the presence of his children. Shit. Not in front of his children. But they was older than 18 months. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to remember that forever. Yes, they are. Also, where did she find two men willing to take a fucking assault charge for her? Uh, Guarantee you found him cousins, brothers, somebody. Yeah. Um, during the investigation, Blue Earth County Sheriff's deputy investigators say Steelwell changed her version of events several times, finally saying she confessed to having something to do with this. 
Stillwell's husband told authority. I like how something. What, what was the original? I had nothing to do with it. So you was just arguing, and then your husband got beat up randomly. Uh, it must have been. Uh, okay, <laughs> this is gonna be a long night. Let me get some coffee and come back. Okay, I had something to do with it. I opened the door. My that name, was it. My name may have been involved. Right. <laughs> they spoke about me. Um, on January eighth, uh, he. Oh wait, hold on, wait. Okay, Stillwell's husband told authorities this version of events. On January 8th, he and Stillwell had an argument over bills as she left the residence. Probably because she was spending too much money on shoes. Am I right, fellas? Up top. Sometime later, ah. she returned with two men in dark hooded sweatshirts. Each man had an aluminum baseball bat. Well, that's not going to get you the credit card. That's your link. The husband, Gary Stillwell, asked the men to leave, but they refused instead, beginning an assault on him. During the assault, Gary Stillwell told authorities he overheard his wife who was holding one of their children yelled, not in front of my babies. So she was directing these dudes. Gary Stillwell told authorities. Nigga, I told, I told you to beat him, but not in front of the kids. Yeah. This won't be, uh, a, this won't get me convicted of accessory. Uh, Gary Stillwell uh, told authorities he was struck with a bat and kicked in the face and struck with the bat four or five times in different places of his body. One of the children present confirmed that father was attacked by men wielding bats. After the alleged assault, Gary Stillwell told police he found a key on the floor. Investigators tra- tracked the key down to a Jeep they found abandoned on the roadway, not far from Stillwell's residence. Also, they left a key to the vehicle? These niggas are worse than the criminals in Encyclopedia Brown. Like, really? Why don't you just drive? Leave your license so they can just come at your house. Save yeah, everybody got some, some time. Terrible car vehicles. Other folks can't shift. These folks leaving keys? Authorities say Ashley Stillwell admitted to asking the Jeep's owner and another man to come to the house. She told them that while the assault was taking place, she ran out the door and hid near the Jeep. No others have been charged in the case of Monday afternoon. In a search warrant filed in the case, authorities said that when initially questioned, Ashley Stillwell said her husband had assaulted her. But they said she changed the story several times before finally admitted she split the men in on her husband. Yeah, because some kids ain't going to lie. Guess the race of Ashley Still, Alexandra Stillwell. Cheese fish, says uh, Leonard Brothers. Oh, Lord. She'll get her husband killed, with, then use his skull to hold her cheese. She got her uncle and her swole ass ah. cousin, black. Three looping wet dog cheese stockholders. Oh. The same color as a teen involved in an accidental shooting by the cops. Eminem's baby mama Kim, black, inner city dropout, ha- leaving fingerprints on everything, black, white woman pussy that corrupted the mind of some niggas. Oh <laughs> Lord. Lord, Loomis Brown, black, same color as Jackie Robinson. Correct answer is white. She white y'all. She was a white woman. How dare y'all racist people fuck up like this? All right, man. Um, there's been another episode of Blackout Tips. I guess, of course, it's Tatiana King, who's not affiliated with any of the ratchetness that happened afterwards, so nobody blame her. Um, and, uh, you can find her at Tatiana King, Tatiana King, uh, it'll be in the show notes, uh, on Twitter, uh, and, uh, Love at First Bite, um, that's first one S-T and bite B-Y-T-E. Um, and not B I T E like I like I'm I'm, yeah, I'm don't, assuming don't we gonna be talking about don't. fried chicken and cake yeah. and well let's not even let's not even get the wrong spelling out there Karen let's just keep everybody positive and thinking the right spelling B Y T E um also Adam and Eve put in the code T B G W T fifty percent off you get free shipping 
free extra gift and three free dvds um don't forget to hit up shadow doll productions if you have music and you would like to uh you know get your music out there get be featured in a feature film as, you know you uh, got some creative people out there don't be ashamed of your work yeah you have a reason to be on imdb you, you know you, you, you can be on uh, you know hey, get paid for it knowing y'all yeah. probably a lot of y'all probably giving stuff away for free get paid for exactly your work. exactly so I, I i'm gonna tell my friends to submit and uh mm-hmm. it'll be nice to be in a movie man so if i was you i would do it man so uh Make sure you hit them up, shadowdog.productions at gmail.com. Um, and the, that message is already on the blackoutist.com. Thank you so much, everybody that came out and kicked it with us. Uh, of course, thank you to Tatiana. Uh, we had a great time. We'll see you guys Saturday morning for the feedback show. We will. Um, and, uh, until next time, uh, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Me and everything around me, it's unstable like Chernobyl. Ready to go at any moment, jumping like a pogo stick. Like never lived up to my expectations, so I accept the patience. Expect the worst, but now I'm pacing back and forth inside. I'm melting like water on wicked witches. A monster truck don't came and ran over my picket fences. I had the best of life in my clenches, but my wrenches was thrown. Like chairs kings sit on, my prayers sing too long. I fall asleep before the ending. Don't even get to say amen, I hope he understand. I be on bending knees. At times I think I'm crazy, then I say forget it. Or maybe it's the devil. Infiltrating and like Riddick Bo, I've been fighting this since them fetus days I'll count from 1 to 20 when I'm through Repeat the phrase, it's just a phase It's gone all past, but that gets old too I'm weakening like a deacon doing dirt When am I supposed to? We looking to start some new shit I'm writing this rhyme in faith So when you hear it, hope you chew it My nigga, you do it like swooshes The lyrical cleansing nuisance Wiping away your germs And filling your craniums with juices T-Mode goes on My slick flow flows on Straight from West Savannah, Georgia But the Swats is my home Never go wrong Cause the click is tight again That ass and that bad Mosquitoes, now we goes I'm proud of you people For selling your crack and sacks I'm glad I'm white, not black Shit on the real, that's how the mightiest really act When your back was turned, them slackers learnt And now we falling apart You look at me in my eye, but you ain't feeling me in your heart Yes, yes, law, give me the power We live in the final hour These niggas, they leave me stranded like Rapunzel in the tower Now or never, let's stick together and overcome But they don't feel like marching Cause they shoot just over when they dead a bitch